Microphone check, microphone check. Welcome to the One Life, One Chance podcast. I'm your host, Toby Morse. Today, I have in, in my presence my third photographer on the podcast. He does more than just photography, but I had Esteban Oreo, I had Kenneth Capello, and now I have Mr. Brian Bowen-Smith. Oh, Did I say shit. your name right, Bowen-Smith? Yeah, you did, and that's, that's some good name. company right yeah, there. Yeah, you're, you're the third one. But you do more than that. We'll get into that, but... um. It was interesting because I did my deep dive on you. First of all, thanks for being here. Oh, my um, pleasure. You live from from Syracuse. Yeah. I, I know it's only the, a few people from Syracuse, Yeah, it's man. the armpit of New York. <laughs> yeah. And when people think about New York, you think about New York City only, yeah. but there's like Buffalo, Poughkeepsie, yeah. New Rochelle, yeah. Albany. Yeah, they don't, it's like not even real New York, they think. It's like, yeah. but you forget, New York State's huge. It's huge, man. Huge. And even they say upstate. Upstate still is like... Poughkeepsie and, and, and Rhinebeck and them, it's not even like, Syracuse is like way upstate. But it's like, you know, it's, I think it's like three and a half, four hours from the city. Like the that's city, right? Buffalo's long. further. Buffalo's, yeah, but it's the same up and then you just go left. Okay. Um, yeah. And how, how was it? Girl, you see, you lived there most of your life? Yeah, it was uh, terrible. <laughs> Ter- in so many ways. You a terrible ways. kid or just terrible I mean, living there? Nah, just terrible living there. Like, you know, yeah. we had a we had a pretty rough upbringing and mm. everyone that knows that is like when it you add cold to those situations. Brutal, and I'm dude. talking like cold, cold. Like people really were cold like, there. oh yeah, it's snow. I'm like, no, 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 no. We get lake effect winds. There was days that we'd have snow days where it wasn't that snowy, but it was just too much wind chill factor. Yeah. That, Chicago style. Yeah. Like it just, it burns your face like sunburn, mm-hmm. wind burn. Plus the border. That's Canada. That's Buffalo and Canada. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's all right up there. It's that yeah. one little pocket of iceberg. Yeah. So, so how, how are you as a kid? Do you have siblings and stuff? Yeah. I got, um, I got a bunch of siblings now. Uh, thanks, now thanks to 23 and me. Oh, <laughs> I got, I got another dad too. I have to, I have to deep dive on that because I know I have some yeah, connections I got, on there. I got, I got a story. Okay, tell me. For someone that, that wants to make a great movie. So <laughs> I originally had like, um, I grew up with uh, my sister Lisa, my brother Will, and my brother Keith. We are kind of like the, the main four. My mom, she was um, crazy hippie, gypsy, lesbian okay. slash nut, nutty Sick. person. Awesome. Yeah. Um, was it awesome? And, okay. and had... Um, Always had foster children too. Okay, you know, and so we had a we had a, a big revolving door house, and it was a big old creepy, like it used to be an old schoolhouse, mm-hmm. like, and it's kind of it was in the in the hood, and just um, it, it's a curse and a blessing when you grow up in a place like that because I had so much freedom. Yeah, because I didn't have anyone telling me being at this time, do your homework. Yeah, that? they were like, just don't go to jail and don't get me in trouble. Yeah. You're and, in the streets we'll, a lot. We'll be good. Yeah. I was in the streets all the, I mean, that's literally what, I mean, it's funny cause you know, you hear the expression, you're like, I grew up on the streets. What it, it's, it's true because we were on the corner break dancing. We were, yeah. you know, in the park trying to, you know, do backflips on mattresses. We were, you know, we were, you know, and then yeah, I was getting into skating when I first, you know, finally got a skateboard. It oh, was yeah. like, then you're like never want to go back into your house. You're never, like, man. You you find a good spot that has a good lit up street light, and you're like, yeah. you'll stay there until someone kicks you out. I'm trying the same trick over and over again. Oh to man, land it. I I mean, to this day, I still can't understand how people can ollie three feet. Yeah, me either. I never. I, I was good. I'm ollies, like, but not the best. I just wanted to. I want to go down the street and ollie over anything that gets in my way, like a curb. Not a fire hydrant. Soda can. Not a fire hydrant. <laughs> People do that though. I don't have no. I I've seen a dude ollie <laughs> up on a fire hydrant, spin around, and too. then come off. And I'm like, this guy, 
Like what? It's, <laughs> skateboarding is one of the most incredible sports I it think is. I've ever. And if, it's and, crazy to call it a sport now too, because for us, oh, no, it was no. just, yeah, for us, it was like this is something just do. something that was fun. It really saved my life, actually. And, yeah. and and I remember even back in the day, Tony Hawk and his team came to a parking lot and they had that fold out ramp, and they were literally trying to make it a sport back then. Yeah, and it just never caught on. We're traveling around much, yeah. much later. But I remember it, looking at him, going, "Why is this guy like doing exhibitions?" Mm. And why, you know, I, I couldn't figure it out because skateboarding wasn't a sport. It, it was wasn't. just something. It's like a hobby. It's a hobby. Yeah. And, it, and, and the better you get, the more chicks like you and <laughs> your dudes give you respect. And, yeah. And that's, that's what it was. And you could just kill so much time. I'm being poor. You know, if you've got a board or if you've got access to the surfing or any sports mm. or into stuff, keeps your mind off being poor. Yeah. Keeps your mind off of hunger. Yeah. It keeps your mind off things that, you know, and I think that, you know, that's why I, I excelled at sports and it's not because it was like, oh, this is something to do. Yeah. Because let's even face it, like even nowadays, if I don't have something to do, I'm so bored Yeah, that I just know like this, nothing's good going to come out of it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that stems from maybe I felt that way so, so much as a child that now. I can relive those feelings, which is why maybe I stay. You know, I never thought about it till you just good point. Thought is that I don't like being alone, and I don't like not having something to do because that reminds me of my childhood that I hated. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, and, and skateboarding. I mean, I mean, with pre-internet, all that we were just outside all the time. Like whatever we were into, we're outside always. Never barely home for dinner. And my mom was raising three boys, trying to work a couple jobs to raise, yeah. you know. So we're out in the streets, but not like in the when the streets skating, we're doing stuff. We're like hanging, you know. Yeah, you mean? know, and, and people thought it's like these these hooligans or yeah. rough rats, and like, I mean, I know I just acted like that, so people would think I was tough or crazy, and like, <laughs> yeah. don't fuck with me. Yeah, but I think it's it's out. It was out of just boredom and having something to do, and then the sense of accomplishment. Mm-hmm. You know, the first time I did an ollie. Or the first time I did a a little curb grind, you know, and you pull it off. You're like, everyone's stoked. There's no more. You're not cool anymore. You're like, (laughs) octaves went up. You're like, oh, my God, did you see that? You're like, you're like, oh, then you're like, oh, let me go back to being cool now. But it's amazing feeling that we land your first skate trick, especially Uh, trying for so long. It's, you know. Especially the ollie. Yeah. And, and, you know, that, that equates to everything I've done in my life. Yeah. And I think that feeling of that adrenaline rush and that, even if no one saw it, yeah you know you're going you know that movie mid 90s was a perfect example great of movie when he was outside and he finally did an ollie out in his backyard and yeah he had no one to share it with he did. <laughs> but he would the, the amount of stoke and he went to bed that night like it was christmas yeah and, and you weren't filming stuff it was in those moments back then no too. You, yeah you, you didn't have cameras and, i know i mean i didn't, it's so weird that i'm like i mean you know you don't got no money. You're definitely not getting a camera and you're definitely not paying for film and processing. Mm-hmm. So I don't realize, I don't even know how I have any, any pictures. I, I don't have many as a kid. Yeah. You know, it's, I wish I did actually. Yeah. But I really just don't. And I'm like, yeah, because we didn't have that shit. And plus you were living. So, so you said athlete too. I know online, I did a little deep dive on you. You were very athletic. Did you, you play a lot of sports in, in school and stuff? I only, uh, you know, I wanted, I wanted so much to play football. Okay. Cause we would play in the, you know, we would play, Tackle football, hardcore in the park, pick up games, and you know, and I got dealt. I mean, I was a small kid, yeah, but I was I was stocky, and I, I just I never gave up. And you come at me, and I'm gonna stand there and lower my shoulder, and it's gonna be what it's gonna be. Yeah. And and when you do that, 
you know, people, when you know someone's going to hit you or yeah. you know no one's afraid, it, it, it puts questions in people's mind, mm-hmm. I, I guess. Yeah. So I was able to I was able to hold my own and I wasn't a bad player, but I really wanted to play football. But my mom just wasn't having it. And mm. you're too small and you'll get hurt and we can't afford to take you to the hospital. And, think, yeah. you know, and just literally that was it. That was so it. then, you know, and then um, I, I got into to gymnastics in, in junior high, actually, from getting in trouble at school. OK, because everyone went to the gym after. Nice. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and I, I had this guy, Joe Keza, who. He became my mentor in life and kind of a life coach and more of a father than than anyone yeah. ever and put me on the right path. And I got addicted to gymnastics just like skating. Wow. First first day I learned a trick, you know, I was like, whoa. Yeah. Then I'm like, I want to learn how to just stand there and do a backflip because that freaks so out everyone. Everybody. Three days later, I had it. Wow. And the guy was like, yo, you've got to pursue this. Like you've got your you're a natural at this and mm-hmm. your your size and and then you know then when i started doing that the wrestling coach was like yo you've <laughs> got to wrestle like because there, there were different seasons you yeah, know yeah, and i'm yeah. like i'll i mean this is somewhere to go after and like and, I, and then i'm like sports team like i remember just being so stoked that i'm gonna get a, a team suit like a sweatsuit yeah 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 you know what i mean and I'm like, yeah. are you kidding me? I'm going to wear this thing every day. <laughs> so proud. So proud and just cool. And, and you know, and then I, I tried wrestling and I was so good because I have extreme claustrophobia. Okay. And I'm so small, but I won't let, and just from fighting growing up and my brother, brother Willie trying to roll me up in rugs and because he knew it drove me crazy. Yeah. He didn't know the extent of that. I'll stab him in his eye <laughs> to get out of having that happen to me. Mm-hmm. And so I would never let anyone get a hold of me. Like it's just okay. you're not. You get me in a headlock and I freak out to this day. Okay. I, I got into a fight one time in college. This big dude put me in a headlock and was just punched me on top of the head. It didn't hurt, but I'm like, I got to get out of this. Yeah. So I literally tickled him. <laughs> and it true worked. True story. It he it he literally asked me in the middle of the fight, "Are you tickling me?" And I looked up and said, "Yeah." And then it, the fight broke up and we were just like, he's like, and laughing? I was like, I kind of was laughing about it. He was just confused and everyone was like, wait, what just happened? That's amazing. And I'm like, so I guess that's one way to get out, get out of an ass woman. That's incredible. That's almost like we can fight and you start battling each other, breakdancing instead. Yeah. <laughs> I love that, yeah. man. It's almost like what, what, you know, in the beginning when you start breakdancing is like, what do they call that? Like tick, not hot. Uh, um, Top rocking, when you top start, rocking, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you, it looks like you're about to fight. It does kick each other, but then you're like break down in the windmill. <laughs> Can you still do backflips now? You know, I had a um, dirt bike accident and I shattered my right leg oh, shit. in eleven places and broke my ankle and all my toes, and so I had a pretty good construct- reconstructive surgery. Wow! So I can't extend that foot. Okay. And I found this out at a, at a party. <laughs> that you 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 in your mind you're like mm, i got this you know what yeah. i mean i'm you know back everyone up look out on the dance floor and wow. just when i went up i knew it wasn't gonna go good oh, but man. you know backflips are like you get hurt when you back out yeah if you that, that's why it. they call them backflips mm. you back out of a backflip at any point you're on your neck and sure Still. enough when i went to jump i knew that my right foot didn't extend and I thought about it too much. I landed directly. I am so lucky because I landed directly on top of my head, like wow. so up and down that it felt like just my neck 
compressed. Yeah. But I think if I was a little left or right, I would have broke my neck for sure. That's fucking crazy. Which would, I mean, imagine like paralyzed from trying to do a dance. Horrible, man. Old ass dad (laughs) trying to do a backflip and everyone's like, don't do it. So you did it in front of a whole audience. As oh, on the dance floor. Wow, at, a, at like a freaking big party. That's the last time before I tried it. Oh, yeah. And then I got up. I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. And I'm just looking look at my wife. I'm like, I'm not that good. <laughs> I almost, and I was just so scared because I'm like, you have no idea, babe, how close I was to breaking my neck. Like, because it, it, it hit pretty hard. Yeah. That you could feel it. Like, but it just went straight down. Yeah. Like, Next day I had a little sore neck, but I was good. Yeah, you're very lucky, man. I mean, so lucky. And then it <laughs> happened again. Um, surfing. I was surfing in Venice. Okay. And, and again, I don't like big waves because the, it, when you get held down, you freak out. Yeah, I freak out. And too. when you freak out, you lose, you know, you lose your air and you're clawing, then you lose all your energy. Yeah. So I don't go out ever and surf anymore. That's like, I know I can't handle, mm-hmm. but I love shore breaks because if I feel the bottom and I know I can push off, yeah, I feel, I feel safe. Yeah. So I was charging like you know, two feet overhead shore break in Venice beach. And I'm like, literally got barreled. I'm like taking off on everything with my, yeah. me and my buddy, Mike and my friend, Jeff, I take off on this one and I'm just like, I go over the top and you know, over yeah. the falls and I look and I go put my hands over my head like this. Yeah. But again, didn't realize it was like two feet. Okay. And as soon as I hit the water, slammed directly again, dead straight up and down. Is that called scorpion kind of thing? Or no, no, because I oh, did, yeah. my feet didn't even go. If if that okay. soft was sand, I would have went right into the sand. It would have been waist deep in sand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, was like, oh my gosh, like I could have broke my neck right now. Again, yeah. And then it, it's you know, and then I'm like, I need to slow down. Slow down, yeah. I need to fit, you know, like because you can't, you're not. And then what told me is I'm not responding like I used to, you know, I was like a cat, like I could fall out of a tree (laughs) and roll, roll it out like parkour type stuff. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Cause you just know how to fall. Yeah. You know, and it's, and it was one of those things where air sense, it's called air sense in gymnastics where you're, you're learning tricks by chucking yourself. We didn't have pits and stuff like that. Uh Like no X games, woodwork and all that. You, you literally thought about it, thought about it, thought about it. Then you have to chuck it. Mm-hmm. So you got to know where you are in the air. Yeah, you can't. It, you don't. You don't get lost in the air. So okay. if you get flung or chucked, you know you, you you know where you are. So you can kind of try to see how you can roll out of it. Yeah. Even if you're sideways, you hit your feet first, then knee, and you think about it. So oh, you know it comes natural. Yeah. But it's one of those things where it'd be like some of the funniest moments in my life because I should have gotten just jacked and I just all of a sudden roll out and people are like, yo, what did you, how did you not just die right there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you saw some of the footage on my Instagram, but I got hit by the ATV on my trip. Oh yeah, I did see yeah. that as well. Yeah. I mean, I knew where I was in the air. Wow, And did So I didn't, I knew that I was going to land on my back and yeah. I just, if you look at the thing slow motion, I'm like, I'm just letting it go because I knew I wasn't over yeah. Where I'm going to land on my face or my head. Mm-hmm. So I just let it happen. Yeah. And it was like, <laughs> that could have went so wrong. Like, have you broken a lot of body parts? Oh yeah. Everything. My wrist, like, look, I can't straighten my wrist. That's fused. Oh yeah. I see that. Right. Both pinkies broke this wrist surgery there. Snowboarding. Oh, snowboarding Knee. too. Yeah. You do everything. Oh, wow, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, once you're, once you're an athlete and you, you know, you didn't get to do the things when you're little. You just want to do everything. I know. I mean, I still, still, I still surf when I can. I still, you know, 
Um, I'll throw on my rollerblades when I can. Oh, wow. I'll, uh, old school shit right oh, there. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> what's funny is that, you know, a lot of people, I, I always say skater because that's the always the way I thought about it. But I, you know, the correct term, I, I, I believe is fruit booting. That's what it's or called. What, that's what they called us, <laughs> and you know, and and well, you guys were the enemy back then. The well, rollerbladers and the skaters. And here's yeah. and here's why, which yeah. a lot of people are like, I I get it. You you pay your dues. The reason why <laughs> I became a rollerblader, the honest to god truth is because I could do so much more because mm-hmm. it was so much easier to learn. Okay. Now, trying to skateboard growing up, I understand the frustration if all of a sudden these rollerbladers came over and take over the industry. Yeah. are selling skates and wheels like no other making a shitload of money yeah and skateboarding still a crime yeah Ooh, they're gonna be they're gonna be pissed yeah and you're coming to their they're parks gonna be bidding, you're coming shit. to their parks you're taking you know it's like nobody wants that and yeah. you know and but i mean look i didn't i had no problems having anyone make fun of me or yeah you know, do whatever i was adre- adrenaline junkie getting my fix yeah and you know when i'm like i'm gonna go down this hundred foot handrail backwards. Wow. You know, we were doing, and we were, the, I was one of the uh, part of a group that we were the first ones doing it back then. Yeah. 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 I mean, literally the first ones we wow. went on tour called the hoax tour and made a movie with my friend, Evan stone. Wow. And what and year that, was that? Early nineties, uh, early nineties, like okay. way early. And, Damn. um, and that's how it kind of spread too. that movie came out and it was like, the world was like, Whoa, what is this? And the sport, it was the fastest growing sport in the world. Rollerblading. Rollerblading. And wow, every company, man. because parents rollerbladed. Everyone rollerbladed. Yeah, that's right. It was just for fun. And, yeah. you know, it's goofy. But then all of a sudden, we were like, wow. we're doing, we're, we copied skateboarding. Yeah. You know, and this guy Arlo invented the grind plate. Okay. So we could go down rails, which is basically, the you know, a truck mm-hmm. version for rollerblades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then we realized you need smaller wheels in the middle. Okay. So that would fit on the wheel. Because the worst thing about us is you get your wheel caught, you go flying. It's a wrap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we were like, how can we make it like a skateboard? So they kind of figured it out. And Damn. then, you know, and then big skate companies are like, wait, you're going to develop an aggressive skate? I'm in. <laughs> yeah, Here's yeah, yeah. all the money. And you're like, wait. All of a sudden, you know, this guy's that was making these things in his garage is in a big factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And That's it's like, amazing. and there's a lot of animosity and jealousy towards that because, you know, it's like, look, what did it whatever i'm gonna take advantage of it Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna not do it because i don't think it's fair i'm like i think this is awesome yeah and it gives and it it gave people like me an outlet to you know if you suck at skateboarding skateboarding is a skill that not everyone i don't care how much you practice you're not going to be at the level of tony hawk true no matter what you do in your life it's a gift yeah do you know what i mean where rollerblading was you could get good fast and you could be good enough to where you could session and and even be in a video. Yeah. Then there were rollerbladers that took it to another level. Like especially now, I just actually went to an event, and they're doing stuff that is just defying gravity. No, it's like yeah. I don't care how much you don't like it, you got to respect it at this yeah. point because it's you know there it's it's the amount of risk that you take to get good is what makes athletes special. Mm-hmm. And then the amount of God given talent with that is what yeah. makes athletes pros. Yeah. And I think there was a lot of pro athletes in my industry that we weren't pro because we were that good. Mm-hmm. We we're pro because we were better than everyone else. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. Yeah. It's true. You know, and it's, but I'm like, there's room for boogie boarders. There's room for rollerbladers. There's room for, for everything in the world. You know, did you BMX too? Um, no, nah, we, I didn't have a bike. Yeah. And the eight, but that for, was badass. BMXing yeah, was the shit. It wasn't for me in the eighties. Like 
was skateboarders against BMXers in the 80s. Yeah. It was this weird thing, it's almost like scooters now. And yeah, it's always something against something, which is why things never change. Yeah. So I wonder if like ballerinas had that like ballerina beef or something. You know, like ballerinas <laughs> are fighting like you know crazy legs and back in New York. Ooh, ballerinas versus break dancers. You know what I mean? Like wow. Think about think about that competition. Damn. So you mentioned skateboarding. Did you get? Were you into punk rock too growing up? I was. You know, was that kind of came same hand in hand with it? it? Yeah. You know what it is is that again I didn't have a, I didn't go to my first concert till my older brother Willie. He went to Syracuse University. Okay. Now he was a he was a gymnast too. Okay. And so I was following in his footsteps, and he was two maybe two three grades of, of, above me. Yeah. And so he was going to Syracuse University, and uh, one of his friends got him tickets to a concert. Okay. And it was Sheila E and Prince. Ooh! Wow. I've never been to a concert in my life. I never even knew what. Like, <laughs> concerts were something you heard of yeah for sure but we didn't have like radio we didn't have like i'm talking about we were, it was almost like living in the woods okay because you just didn't have access to all this stuff so you weren't you know i've heard of it of course do you know what i mean like i i, I did cry at the dunbar center and i heard these guys rapping yeah you know like yo the sugar hill shits it's come it's on and like mm-hmm. and then you know we'd go to the corner and I'd hear it yeah and so i became i i mean i was the only kid that was white in my neighborhood that could recite that whole album. Wow. And it, and, and it impressed that, she, you know, people were just like, wait, what? That's amazing. You know what I mean? And it was, it was just, it was so cool. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I had this guy, Marty, who was, who he was, he, he we always said it was my brother because okay. we skated together. We hung out together. We stole wood and built a huge half pipe <laughs> in my, in the field next to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he was in the punk rock scene and, he took me to this party once and it was just this, you know, these guys to me that just looked like skinheads that just yeah. were just, I didn't understand a word they were saying. Yeah. There was a, a you know, people <laughs> I thought were just fighting, mm-hmm. which is now a mosh pit. Yes. I was so terrified <laughs> and then so just in awe of, of it, like yeah. this, just like you guys just, basically looked like you just just like went to war yeah and just had the best time of your life (laughs) and i felt like you just went home we're like yeah man that was a good one yeah and just get rid of some aggression totally get rid of some some of this anxiety of growing up it was almost Mm -hmm. like a therapy totally hardcore fucking therapy yeah for sure and that's how i looked at punk rock yeah. And, and you know, yeah. And I'm like, and I was like, Sid Vicious, like that dude's bad. Yeah. <laughs> like he's awesome. You know what I mean? And then yeah. I, I, I kind of was drawn between that and hip hop. Yeah. And then unfortunately, just the way my life took the turns and this and that and where I was that hip hop became you know, my number one thing and sure. break dancing. And now I stopped skating and was just break dancing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I mean, I was so good at break dancing. You do windmills like, and stuff. Oh man, I was, I was spinning on my head before I need some everyone. Videos. I, was, I want to see some videos. Man. I, you know, we didn't have any. Okay. <laughs> Think about that. Remember, there's, there's no, no phones. Proof. There's no phones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My friend Rob Sherrill can vouch for me. Okay, I believe you. Um, yeah, we did the whole thing. Got you know, looked in the garbage, refrigerator, you know, big cardboard things. Wow. Um, you know, on the corner, and in, in, in between classes in junior high. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. First time I I remember first time I was learning windmills, I smacked the shit out of my head on a locker. <laughs> just you know, windmill crawled over and no, it, yeah. the, it was a corner hallway. Okay, and just I remember just this loud noise and just 
kind of knocked out, but not knocked out. And just <laughs> yeah. everyone just like with their hand over their mouth. And I'm like, oh, what what happened? They're like, Smack you my head. Your, man, you hit your head. And you know, it's cool. You don't want to get in trouble. So I was just three minutes later in class, just looking around like I didn't know where I was. All dazed. Dazed and confused. <laughs> but um, that's amazing. But right, right back at it, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, so my point is, is that I wish I would have gotten into the hip hop uh, sorry the the um punk rock scene a little bit more yeah 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 unfortunately i you know i didn't but always scene, always, yeah. always been a fan they they kind of were going one they, to me they were kind of the same me kind too. of animal agree i mean just different yeah you know what i mean and then obviously my generation when the beastie boys came out it was a rap it's i was a rap, like dude. man come on <laughs> what's going on like that's what i want to do mm. and i you know me and my cousin remember my cousin tony we thought we were on our way and we would make up these dumb raps and he, you know, he, we, we thought we were so good until you like actually were in front of someone or I, I tried to battle someone once and it was just, really, Oh man, I thought I was ready. I, I choked so bad. I was like the Eminem guy that never redeemed himself. Okay. They were just like, nah, man, don't. Did you have a rap name? Don't boogie B. Sick. <laughs> I still like the name though, but it's pretty sick though. Boogie Boogie B. You were battling. Wow. Yeah. I, I tried. I tried listen, I say this loosely. I tried once on the corner. Because you know, they were like, oh, I can recite Sugar Hill and yeah. make that sound great. Totally. But now I'm like, you know, battling back then was like on, you know, like look at your shirt, you know, mm-hmm. you know, and you make it up as Super you go. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, no, I need to write it down and memorize it and hope I meet someone that's wearing a red shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Then I'm yeah. like, oh, then you're done. Oh, man. And so you're living not too far from the mecca of all that New York City, yeah. too, man. Yeah. Punk rock and hip hop, everything, man. It was like, how old were you went to went to Manhattan for the first time? Right after I graduated college and I failed three times. So I was like 20. Failed college three times? No, school. I, I failed kindergarten. Really? I, I didn't play well with others. Apparently, I <laughs> someone took my toy and I threw a, br- a block in him. Oh my god! And so I kind of got let go. So okay. I missed. So I missed a year. Okay. Then I failed third grade, math. I hate math. I, hate I was math. never good at math. I, I, no, I still ain't. Me too. Still not. Um, <laughs> at math, and then um, sixth. Okay, sixth grade. Sixth grade. What was that for? I think that's when I decided that school wasn't for me. And sixth grade. Was, sixth grade is where I was about to let go. Okay. And get into some real trouble, mm. real trouble. And then I found gymnastics. Yeah. So sixth grade is the same okay. time where halfway through the year too is when I discovered gymnastics. Okay. Which then I got told you have to pass okay. or you can't be on the team. Mm. So I actually thought I was dumb my whole life. I'm just like, I'm an idiot. I, I'm never going to learn. And why do this? And being smoking yeah. cigarettes and and flirting with girls is so much better than any of this. <laughs> it's just, that's what I was put on this earth to do. Okay. So then when I decided to take this domestic sound, I had a different, I had an outlet. Yeah. And I had something now to look forward to. For sure. And now I had to do things to get there. And the, the thing is, I had no problem making an easy transition. And I actually mm-hmm. caught up half the year. With your grades and, and stuff. And, and ended up doing well in school. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, you had your goals, your passion to do the gymnastics. Yeah, so like, it's like, I'm you know, it's it like, if you want to do this, you got to do this or you can't do this. Yeah. So I got to do this. Yeah. You know, you got it, you know, then, you, you know, and that's that rule that parents are supposed to teach you and help you learn 
totally. a young, at a young age. Yes. But when no one's there to do it. Got you. It's like, you know, just literally fend for yourself. It was like ultimatum pretty much. Like, yeah. 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 And someone gave it to you and it was mm-hmm. like, okay, so I guess <laughs> here's the, it was real clean, clean cut. Yeah. So gymnastics and wrestling. Yeah. I, don't know, I only wrestled for like, I'm like, once someone got a hold of me, I was like, I'm done. Mm. I'm done. You're over it. I'm like, I don't care to ever feel this feeling again i really am like super claustrophobic especially okay. when i was little like to the point of like when people say something like i never joked around if someone's like I, I'm, I'm arachnophobia i don't like spiders i'll never play a joke and yeah no 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 I, like people don't know how real it this is. disease can be and yeah. for for everyone there's people that are like i'm scared of big crowds i'm like let's get out of here yeah like right supportive. away right away i'm so supportive because i know people can't fathom it. They're like, you won't go in this haunted house. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, nope. not if there's, I'm like, I will punch you, your mother, <laughs> your sister in the face. And the monster in the dark room and it starts getting smaller. Oh yeah. And I don't feel like there's a, I literally lose all sense of reality and yeah. all sense of like, I will shield you with my child and then feel horrible <laughs> about the rest of my life. But it's a, it's something that yeah. takes over where you don't think you don't think rationally. I, I see how I see understand how people lose their mind and kill three people, and you know say they were crazy and blanked out. Mm. And I'm like, not that I'm condoning it or saying that that's right, yeah. but but I understand how people are like, I don't know, I just lost it. Yeah, came in, he was on my wife, I, I lost it, and yeah. things happened, and I can't tell you. I'm like blackout when that when you have these episodes. You don't think of anything but escape. Okay. And the fear is like real fear. Your heart's pounding out of your chest. You can't like, I'd be the worst like spy. They'd be like, we're <laughs> going to give you this and you're going to tell us everything. I'm like, I'll tell you right now. <laughs> Do not waterboard me. I will tell you everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll take you there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Let me, <laughs> let me even get you there. <laughs> I don't know if I'm claustrophobic, but I have to have the bathroom unlocked on airplanes. Yeah. But it might it be out, it dude. might be a thing of like if something happens and this goes to my mind with bathrooms and airplanes. It's like Can't do it. if something happened and it crashed right now, would I get stuck in there? Which is weird. They're like, how can you go on an airplane? I'm like, I don't know. Maybe there's a lot of oxygen that they put in the thing. Yeah. I know that I'm gonna land. Like the only thing I would be freak out is that if I knew I was going down, then it's over. And then it's, I'd probably lose. Lose. But it, then Maybe I'm a heart sure attack, I'm sure everyone would. But my mind would be going in different directions. Yeah, so you can't do the bathroom on the airplane either, kind of. I, I can do it. it I just, I just think about think. I think about like, like you said, like what if the door got stuck? Right well, that's now? like 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 it bounces or there's some turbulence oh. and it hit my head. Like I literally hold the door while I piss. I have it so that's nobody funny. can pull it open on me. It's been my whole life. I cannot do it on an airplane. I don't know why. It's just it is claustrophobic it's, vibes. It, it might be. Yeah. And you said you don't like getting held down too. So there's another, nah. there's another thing. I'm like, there's I one know. thing about like losing your breath, but the fear of it. Because yeah. I'm not afraid of hitting a rock. I'm not afraid of how big the wave is. Mm. And, and I'm not afraid. I'm like, I'm a dr- I would, I, and this, to be all honesty, I love big waves. I love catching them. It's yeah. so much more uh, and easier to surf. Yeah. And there's, you're on it. Like it's, yeah. and you're going. Like if I didn't have claustrophobia, I might've ended up being, you know, cause I, you know, I became friends with Laird Hamilton. Yeah, I, I, awesome. I was in the right circle to go, Hey, come out with us today. Wow. And I had no fear. Yeah. So I would have been like, yes, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm probably pretty sure I would have at least surfed a real big wave at one point in my life had I not had claustrophobia. Mm. Yeah. But maybe that's a good thing too. Yeah. 
Yeah, you'd probably be scared of the undertow and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm, you know. I, I, it's it's all like, even on, on little days, it's like my friends make fun of me because they're like, you know, <laughs> there's always an outside set mm-hmm. that surprises you. And they'll look, they'll look over and I will just be like buckets of water, just me just paddling to make sure I get over it. And I get over it like by 20 feet and they're like, bro, relax. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. good. And I'm like, I know, I'm good. I can't, yeah, I, I do. I tried surfing my son because he surfs really well, but he's way out there. I'm like in the white wash. Like I don't like my feet dangling. Yeah. Some sort of fear of the ocean. For yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. I mean, look, yeah, there's all, then just sharks. There's mm-hmm. there's all kinds of things. Yeah. <laughs> um, but one of the most beautiful, pu- peaceful meditating things I, I think I'll ever do is surf. Yeah. Is it weird? It's, it is a magical connection. When I first stepped on my board last year, only a couple of times. Oh, so I did you're it. just in. Yeah. Last oh, year yeah, I yeah. tried it. Yeah. And I stood oh. up. I was like, oh, my. it's so different than skating or oh. snowboarding or anything. It's like, it's like Mother Nature is controlling you and bringing. It's, oh, it's, it's hard to it's, explain, man. It's, it's, I mean, the amazing. feeling. Yeah, you're 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 floating on on water, and yeah, you know, the the ocean is allowing you and giving you this tool, and then when you become <laughs> in sync with it, and it's every time you paddle back out, and I, I know you got this feeling that you paddle back out, and you're like. Did you see that? Like in, in the stoke is, it never really goes away I because know. every good wave that you get, you still get that same feeling. Same thing. It's the same high. Yeah. You're 100%. like, because in waves aren't, now it's so crowded in the water. It's that crazy. You'd dude. be lucky to get two or three waves. And then if you get a good wave. Yeah. I mean, even unless you're going to like destinations where you're like going to a perfect point break and you yeah. know, I'm going to get a great right. Yeah. I'm going to get a couple, mm-hmm. you know, but you know, beach breaks are like, they don't come like that. They don't No, You stand up, you get a couple hits maybe, and then you're off. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and that's, you know, all the public beaches where we go, mm-hmm. it's like, it's like that. And then There's some so days you people. go out and you're like, Oh my God, no one's out. And it's perfect. Yeah. And you and your friend are like, you can't get your wetsuit on fast enough <laughs> and you're running to the beach. And I'm like, I'm 50 years old and I still do the same thing. Yeah. So it's like, what else is like that? nothing really yeah my son goes every day almost twice a day before school he's out there the one thing i don't understand is i wish there was more colorful wetsuits because my son always has me come to mm-hmm. film him mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. just a bunch of like looks like where's humans, the yellow body human glove. seals yeah, yeah i can't see him. i literally he's waving said the same thing like make the chest suit. make them all different colors and you know, know. You're, you're like my kid's red yeah yeah i know. Can see him out oh there. no no no! it's hard and if you don't got a big telephoto lens like i try to film my kid and i'm like i got the dopest picture of you he gets home zooms in he's like dad that's not me i did that before too. and i was like oh dang that was a good one i filmed some random dude with a shaved head the other day and he's like that's not me i was like oh man you were shredding <laughs> yeah it's so hard to see it that is. though yeah especially like i don't know how old you are but I, my eyes are getting worse and i'm like ah oh. <laughs> it's it's funny um, so in school, you're doing all this stuff, but what was photography on your radar in school? You know, I did, I, I did a, a shop class and okay. a photography class. Gotcha. Shop. I got a, a, a B plus photography. I got an A. Those are the only two, everything else in my life were D's and C's. Wow. I've never got a better grade. So what grade was that? I was probably in, uh, I think I was in 10th grade. Okay. And shop may have been ninth grade. Okay. What do and, you mean shop? Like you know, wood shop, wood shop. building okay, things. Yeah, yeah. Like I built a birdhouse. I, I built a. I think I built a table, but never Damn. worked with wood and never worked with like precision and saw and like mm-hmm. to see how things came to come together like that's the first time I've ever experienced it. Okay, and I didn't think, oh, I can't do it. And then all of a sudden, I had my birdhouse, and I was like, oh man, this is a hotel for birds. Like this is sick. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah, and I have a big infatuation with birds too. Um, so I've always, you know. I don't know why. So it kind of, yeah. I don't know if it was that still, you know, when, when I was little, 
long, you know, make this brief, but my grandmother, who I only, I only met a couple times, but my mom took us over to her house a couple times and okay. she had like a rad little house and had a backyard. Yeah. You know, we didn't, I didn't ever see, I was like, I thought she was loaded. Okay. It was probably a two bedroom, nothing <laughs> like, but in her backyard, she had hundreds of birds. Like there were blue jays, red okay. birds, squirrels. She would feed them okay. every day. So it was like a sanctuary. Mm. They would land on her arm. That's like awesome. she was into it. The squirrels would come in the house. Wow. And as a kid, I was like, this isn't, this is like, this is the only zoo yeah. that I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. But I just remembered this, this they, bird. Mm-hmm. Seeing a cardinal up close yeah. on your grandma's arm was like. That's amazing. It's beautiful. It and must like, have made you think your grandma was also like this. Oh, I thought being. she was. Yeah. yeah. I love, I, lo- I wish that, you know, I had the opportunity to spend more time with her and my grandpa. Yeah. Because every time we went over there, we got a great meal. Mm. And you know, Grandpa used to play the piano. I remember they used to sing. Okay, and it was just, it was just awesome. It was like being like, ah. Oh. But we, I mean, I, I think we only rent there like four times in my life. Whole life. Then they, yeah, and then they both passed away. Wow. And then Mom wasn't talking to them or something. Mm. I just know they just disappeared. I was like, and they probably live close to you guys or no? I mean, it wasn't that close. Okay, but it was probably logistically now it's twenty minutes. Yeah, but back then seemed like. So far away. So far away. Yeah. Because you didn't really go in. I mean, we, we very rarely had a car that worked. Wow. So when you did have one, it was just my step bet, stepdad's pickup, and we'd all be in the back. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah. 20 minutes in the back of a pickup mm-hmm. at night. It's freezing. Yeah, it, it seems long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's how it was back then. It's all, it was it was all good. But so infatuation with birds. Okay. Um, I always was, you know. And then, it, you know, my neighborhood, they didn't have blue jet. They just... You know, you didn't see stuff like that, so yeah. I thought it was such a magical moment. And mm-hmm. then only at grandma's, only at grandma's, yeah. And uh, <laughs> that's where they lived. You didn't <laughs> see them anywhere else. And uh, so, you know, I've always had this infatuation that birds understood me. Okay, you know what I mean. And then the connection with them. Yeah, you're crying in your room, you look out a window, and you mm. feel like I don't. My wor- life isn't worth living. And all of a sudden, a pigeon lands there. Wow. And looks at you, and and it's almost like you had a connection where he's saying, moment. he's like, yo. I got your back. Wow. It's going to be okay. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. And it's like when you're, I guess, young, you you, 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 you kind of, any kind of attention or affection, which is why I always want to be around people. Yeah. Always wanted to have a girlfriend. Mm. Just, oh, that, just that love that, that I never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, it's addicting. It's like a drug. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it wasn't the most healthy thing in the world to yeah. be that needy mm. because when you didn't have it, you were double depressed. Gotcha. And then when you got it good, mm-hmm. you started questioning why, how come I, Do I deserve this? this? Do I deserve this? And, yeah. You know, and why, why did I get chose in this life to not have this? Mm-hmm. Like, and is it Heavy. ever going to, am I ever going to have it like my friend's parents and yeah. their relationship? Like, I'm not going to have that. Like I'm it's already in high school mm-hmm. where I'm going to get it. Yeah. Unless I start my own family. And then I wanted to have kids since I was in high school. Wow. Like my high school girlfriend was like, I got pregnant. I've been like, <laughs> let's, let's do go, it. <laughs> yeah. let's get a job. Let's, you know what I mean? I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been mad at it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Most now, who thinks like that, especially that young. Yeah. yeah. But that was something you're yearning for. Something you didn't have in your own, in uh-huh. your own home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We very outgoing, had a lot of friends in oh school. Oh my God. I was, a, I mean, I'm still the same <laughs> class one. clown kind of. Yeah. Enough. It's like when I got married to my wife, I'm like, people were even talking, you know, shit about like, you know he's crazy and he's not faithful and he's not this and that and mm-hmm. you know and they tried to put me under the bus. I mean, my wife is 
super good catch. And I uh-huh. think everyone know, and a lot of her friends didn't want her to get hurt and mm-hmm. this and that. But I mean, when I met her, I told her, I said, look, I want, you know, I want to be this, this end game. You yeah. know what I mean? And like, if you're not ready, let me know and I'll just move on. Yeah. And what you hear about me is true. So, you know, mm-hmm. you know, and so she was like, you know, someone told her something and she was like, I know he told me. Okay. Like I'm good girls. I'm, <laughs> I'm, if it's anyone that's secure and knows their crap, it was my wife. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you know, it was just it's funny awesome. that, you know, and she still to this day is like, she knows that I'm so needy. Mm-hmm. And sometimes put, you know, she checks me. Yeah, which you, is which is why I love her because she yeah. doesn't she doesn't feed into it and let me get away with anything. You yeah. know what I mean? She put, yeah. checks me and lets me know when I'm being a little bit, um, you know, out of my out of uh, I'm not in my lane right now. Okay, you know, which is yeah. which is great. Which is yeah. why I started thinking about how maybe sometimes it's great and then sometimes it's not. Yeah. Are you a I mean? super emotional person too? I cry at American Idol. Me too. Like I cried. This is us. I cry, I, you know. All these shows, yeah. dude. You Especially know. when you become a dad. Yes. Oh, and, and you didn't really have a good dad relationship or something I, growing up. I so cried different. this morning. Wow. You want to know why? Why? Looking at my Instagram feed, and there was a girl whose uh, husband was in the war and surprised her at work, and her reaction. Mm. And and there, you know, and I you're just stuff like, like that before. You're like that. You 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 just can feel that moment and just the realness and the and the her tears. Like it's just I'm affection. I get yeah. also mad easy if I can see someone's mad and I know why they're mad. Okay. I guess it's an emotion. Oh yeah. God, your dog is literally the best. I know. She's chewing. She's so I'm yeah, just, you, 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 you got to see people. this. His dog is right next to me. She's getting her belly she's rubbed upside down. <laughs> With her arm up, and I've just been rubbing her. She belly. knows you rescued dogs. Yeah, she knows you're a dog lover. Um, yeah, just so emo- I'm always yeah. an emotional person. Yeah, and I, I love being emotional. And my kid Jonah, he's the same way. He's always been emotional, and I always told him, I said, "Look, never, ever, ever feel bad about showing your emotions. Yeah, show them if you think you need to show them to someone. You always show it." 100%. And it is 100% okay to cry. People who yes. don't cry have things bottled up inside 100%. and eventually it catches up with them. They explode. And that when they explode and cry, it's rivers. Yes. And they get a good cry out and they might be able to go another 10 years. I'm like, mm. it is on, you know, and, and, and it's great. And I'm so proud of Jonah. And he's also, he, he's just, you know, he's a mix of me and his mother tenfold, but he's got a lot of me in him. You know what I mean? He's got a a lot of me in him. It's really cool too. even like, you know, he had a situation where his friend was, you know, really bad abusing alcohol and I couldn't believe it. And Jonah literally, you know, was like, I need to help you, dude. Like This isn't cool. We need to get you help. Wow. You know, you know, how old is he? He's 16 now. Perfect. It's awesome. You know what I mean? But and he was like 14 then. Wow. Super and, caring. Yeah, and, and came yeah. to me and Shay and said, I'm really worried and I need your help. Like, how do I help him and what do I do? Okay. You know what I mean? I thought, man, A, you came to your parents and and, and they're like, you're going to tell on your friend. Yep. And that's like, and but you're willing to risk everyone calling you a snitch or a, yeah. a, just to save this kid's life because you it. thought he was going to die. Yeah. And I thought, man, and I literally grabbed him and said, you are... Don't ever change. Mm-hmm. And this is this is who you are. I love that. And this is why God put you on this earth. And and let me tell you, you might have saved someone's life. Yeah, you probably did. You, I you, love that communication. You, I, I have the same with my son. Just talk about everything and anything. And like you said, come for advice, all that's so important, man. Yeah, it's it's we want them to know that like if you accidentally murder someone, 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Come to us right away. <laughs> yes. Let's yeah. figure it out. And it's like, that's how hardcore I am about. Like, I mean, say you accidentally, you know, God forbid accidents happen. Totally. You know, you're at a party and something happens like mm-hmm. right then come to us, drive directly to us. Yeah. We will know what to do. Yeah. We will know what the best thing to do is. Mm-hmm. If something happens and you are involved, you can't run from it. No, man. You're not going to hide from it. Especially ever. this day. No. I mean, seriously. no, it's not, you're not getting away with anything. So ever. we need to figure out, you know, what the responsible thing, and you're not going to be thinking in your right frame of mind not at all. No one is. No. And at that point, it's like, this is where you're selfish and you just come to us. Yeah. You tell us what happened and we will know what to do. Yeah. You know? I love that, man. It's so important to have that trust with each other yeah. too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just know that we're there for you. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. the rest is up to you. We're not forcing you. Mm-hmm. We're not, I'm not going to, you know, he's like, dad, I smoked weed. I, I can't believe, you know, this. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, well, you're gonna. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't, I think you're wrong. And, and, and you know. He's like, yeah, no, trust me, I'm not doing it again. Oh, wow. He got high with his friends, and they were peer pressuring him. It was called Wax. I heard about and this. Wax is like some potent, yeah, like 10 times. Is it Wax Pen or something? Wax something. Something. Man. I don't yeah. know. It's all these names I can't even. <laughs> Jewels yeah, and all this like, shit. Okay, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't do any drugs, so I don't yeah, know. Me either. But I guess he flipped out, like panicked. Yeah. And then, you know, his friend, girlfriend of his, thank God she there, was she talked him off the ledge and was calming him down, stayed up with him all night. Wow. But he got a good scare. Yeah. But I'm like, good. I'm like, mm-hmm. now you know. And I'll go, two things. Um, Just the other day, a kid tried a pill that was laced with fentanyl, and he dropped dead in front of his mother in his kitchen. Wow. Now, I don't even know if the guy who gave him the pill knew what was in that pill. Mm-hmm. Those comedians tried a line of blow. I saw that. At a party. Three of them dropped dead instantly. Yep. I said, do not do it. Just don't do it. Yeah. And if you want to do it, let me help you. Yeah. If you're that curious, yep. I will make sure. Because it's just, unfortunately, like my friend Jason was like, he, he heard someone, so, someone say, I just wish we had some good old-fashioned heroin. Wow. Because he's like... People are dropping dead and yeah. you don't know what you're doing. And I'm like, now it's scary in the sense that if, you know, if I did, did, if I did do drugs, I'd be terrified to do drugs knowing now. that like, hold on, what everyone's trying to make these things like so um, much more cheap. Yeah. They're trying to cheap on the, the, the that it's killing people. Yeah. And they, scary. they don't care. They're like, all right, well, three people died. I got to figure out a new dealer or I got to figure, you know, about yeah. this. I'm like, I'm like, somewhere else. how about just no one should do drugs anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I guess? But like, you know, it's or, super or, scary, man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, it's a scary world. And I, 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 you know, everyone's like, you know, you got such a good kid. I'm like, listen, no one is ever safe. I mean, mm-hmm. you're, you know, I don't know. You know, I know you're straight edge. Right? Yeah, my yeah. kid is too. My kids never yeah, trying. So He's the only like, one of his friends. Yeah, and, and like, you know, I, we have a mutual friend, Josh Brolin. Yes, who, you know, talks the importance of his sobriety and yeah. things like that. You know, and it, 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 it definitely keeps you aligned and thing in, in you know, and you hear stories and even you know he got me into AA a couple. You know, I'd been I think I've been drinking a little too heavy. Okay, you know, and I enjoyed going to a meeting and he put me on to it and you know I'm not like listen we're never cured. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I still have a drink now and then and, and but I've definitely become aware of yeah. and have controlled 
um, and some people may disagree with me about this and forgive me if I sound like a dick for bringing it up. But like, you know, I know I did some things when I was drunk that I'm like, Oh my God, it could have went so bad. And you yeah. know, and now I'm like, I'm not doing that again. And, I, yeah. and, I, and I'm not. Yeah. And if I get bad, mistakes. if I get bad, that'd be the first one is call them up and go to a meeting. Yeah. Um, but you know, thank God I haven't. And you know, but it's like, you know, there's, there's outlets and there's things and it's just a weird, a weird time that, you know, how, drugs evolved yeah it's scary especially for kids skating and and sports have evolved yeah and the peer pressure that's not just face-to-face at school it's the peer pressure that's on their phones while they're at home yeah it's a younger you're you're exposed to everything everything man you know like even sex like everything it's like like in their face all day yeah it's crazy we didn't have that it's crazy man my my wife told me like you need to have the talk with jonah (laughs) because you know she's like you know she she knows you talking about it and hearing things and he was not that old and i'm like all right i'll have a talk with him no problem mm-hmm. in the car on the way to school i'm like all right so your mom thinks i need that oh dad no no i don't need uh-uh. i know i don't i don't need to have the talk you know i'm like we're having the talk <laughs> so i'm not awkward. asking you like just you know you need to know you know a couple things yeah like, you know it's like he's like dad i know what a threesome is all right like i know and i'm like no 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 that's what i, I was like wait what <laughs> I want to know you know what condoms are. And yeah, exactly. There's no pullout method. And, beyond all that. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, and like, <laughs> if you have sex in the butt, she's not still a virgin. Like, mm-hmm. all these crazy things that, you know, like, we hear this stuff on the Instagram. And like, it's I just, know, what, what are you talking? You and don't know. Everywhere. You should not know this stuff. But it's in their phones all day. Oh, like, of course. TikTok, just all that And then, stuff. like, you know, they're on, you know, looking at BMX stuff. And you you type in hardcore crash. First thing that comes up is, like, mm. hardcore porn sites. And you can yeah. click on it. So, yeah. you, you know, and then you got to go through the filters and find out how my kid that's in fourth grade shouldn't be able to see this. Fourth grade, yeah. But it comes up and they target. And I'm like, man. And then all their friends are on social media, different ages. And I remember my son was, like, maybe 14 or 14 or 15. He's like... Just so you know, Dad, like I, I, I'm inspired by you. I'm probably not going to try any drugs or alcohol. I don't care about it. I've never ate meat. You know, I, I, I never want to hurt animals. Like all that stuff, are really my strong beliefs. But I do like women, and I want to start, you know, I don't know, experiencing women. We're like just yeah. dating. I'm like awesome. And so we had the talk. Whatever. He's young. Nothing really happened to later on. But like he came to be like. No, it's good that he's. Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm like, and I told Jonah Thomas that first of all, if you uh, like ask me, I'll tell you everything. Like, yeah, I'll give you, forward. there's not really secrets, No, you know, but I'll let you know what's up and I'll let you know how to approach things and I'll let you know what happens in certain situations. Cause you know, we've been there. Yeah. Like, and I hate to sound like that dad, but I'm like, listen, you think that we don't know. Yeah. We you know think everything. we, I can blow your mind if you want me to, <laughs> like I will let you know, you'll be like, Oh, and then, you know, we have one and he's like, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I'm like, I know here's the deal. Yeah. Here's why, here's what you do too. Yeah, and then go do that and watch the response. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, and he came home one day, and his mother's really good at it. Okay, and you know, and I heard him tell her one day, like, you know, you were right, you were so right. Mm. You know, even his first heartbreak. Yeah, you think that they think the boys want um, their mom's opinions more in relationships? Than they I do don't us? know. I don't. I'm like, as it's long as as long as one of them can give it. Yeah, but we've both been so open, and Mama Bear is so protective of him that she wants him to know everything in life so he can have the most chance at succeeding at it. Love that. Which is amazing. Yeah. I love that. You know, and, mm-hmm. and if he, if, if one day he trusts her and then a couple years later, then he starts talking to me. I'm like, as long as it's, it's one of us, yeah, for sure. You know, it's, it's fine. I'm like, I'm not 
trying to get into a competition with my wife. No, about no, no, for sure. Which one my kid loves more? <laughs> I know. You know, I'm like. But there's different advice I see. Like he goes to my wife, he goes to me about just different things. Mm-hmm. It's, I love that, man. And that's why you need two parents. Yes. You know, and we're supposed to be the role models. That's our, that should be our job is to be role models because yeah. not us. It's gonna be somebody else. Yeah. Even if it's two dads, I mean, I've mm-hmm. I know plenty of you know. Um, people that are gay and yep. it's the same in the relationships they're going to bond towards one and yeah and, and it's whatever you know it, it's it's just parenting period yeah you know what i mean because mm-hmm. everyone you, know. you just have one i've just got one Me we were too. really lucky too we had a really hard time conceiving actually okay took two years wow and um you know and 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 thank god just when we were about to like i think she was feeling really subconscious and it's hard on a, a, a woman i'm yes. sure yes. that can't get pregnant thinking it's her and yeah who is it and so is it, it was me? yeah yeah, 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 yeah like no point. one wants you know no one wants to know that you both want this so bad and because i can't and it's like it's not that at all even yeah. if it is it's not it's no one is holding yeah. you responsible and i think that stress played a big part in us taking so long and then finally i'm sure. like listen we'll adopt there's kids that need all like I should have been adopted. Like, trust mm. me, there's good kids out there that need homes and sure. we'll do whatever path that we're supposed to be on. We're going to be on it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So don't worry. Yeah. And we got pregnant. It's awesome, man. So it's crazy. when you say that when there's people out there, like there are like some deadbeat parents out there doing, didn't even want to have kids. And there's people like you try for two years. Yeah. They really want them. And people yeah. out there don't have it's good families. Man. Same it's with, let's say with rescuing dogs and this yeah. and that. like everyone wants them when they're puppies and then some people can discard them and, Throw them out of moving cars. Like trash. Like, I know, it's it's man. it's hard to believe sometimes humanity can be so cruel because you don't want it to be that way. Yeah. And if you've been around violence or domestic violence or any kind of violence, and yeah. Even I still get sick to my stomach. Watch if a fight goes down. I don't like I watching get, either. I don't man. like. I don't like it. I can't even watch like I, UFC stuff. I just started watching recently because I was watching the boxing, but it's combined now with like two different fights. I never like seen all the violence. Maybe when I was a kid, I could deal with that. Yeah. They didn't, have a, they didn't have a wife or girlfriend. I or like child. you. I I can do the UFC stuff because it's I know it's a sport and I know yeah. that they're not literally trying to kill someone. Yeah. They're literally trying. They're doing it as a sport and there's a ref that stops you. True. When you go up, it's not a street fight. But, uh, street fights are like. I shouted out one day. I'm like, you're gonna kill him. You're going to kill him. Mm. Like, and 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 they just don't. And, and it's like you, they don't stop, and you get this aggression, and everyone's egging you on. And I'm like, oh my god, you're it's like the blackout stuff you talked yes, about earlier. Stop. And I know that then they're in Snap. court, yeah. crying like little babies in suits, acting like they're angels. And I'm like, mm. no, you were just, you know, you know, you Jumping were just fifty cent. Yeah, talking like you know. You, you, all this big shit. Now you were wanted to kill him, and then you tried to kill him. Mm. Then the guy ends up in a coma. Yeah. Like, are you surprised? Yeah. You know, and now it's, uh, you know, and I'm scared for my kid now to end up in a world where I'm like, don't talk shit to no one. Yeah. Don't ever talk shit. Walk away from fights. You're a, it, it, no one cares. At the end of the day, I've heard too many stories of accident accidents happening. Yeah. Fights. Somebody gets punched once in the face, they bang their head. Falls down. Kind of, yeah. It happens. Like I'm like, here, look. Look at the read this story. Mm-hmm. Or the videos went viral. This random people punching old people walking down the street. Oh my god! With the, with the it makes bricks. me crazy, man. I'm like, how can I? I want to snap. I don't understand. I don't understand how you and they're laughing. And they're filming it. This like, it's, it's like a, a thing. thing. I know. It's it's sad. But I feel like all that goes back to how they're raised in the home and the love and all I that guess. stuff. I mean, I know, I, but I know I don't some know, parents that respect. are doing so much trying to do the right yeah. thing. So Kids much. Get caught I'm up. Like, uh, my my theory is like 
to any advice to, to kids, you know, parents and people to get married this time, I'm like never take any day for granted. Yeah. Never take your relationship for granted. Never think that you're so secure in your relationship. You can do this and that. Yeah. Never think you can start talking to your wife like this or your husband like this mm. because you think that you're, what are you going to do? Divorce me. What are you going to, you know, like, so it's, it's a form of abuse. Yeah. And I check myself when I start taking aggressions out on my kid or my wife yeah. right away because it's, it's not fair. I agree. And, and I don't want him to grow up to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I just also, I guess, you know, you don't have control of over anyone, even though you think you do. Yeah. Because once you're out there, you know, once like, here's a prime example. You talk, you know, like your feet dangle in the ocean. Once a fish goes away and he's in the ocean, he's a little fish in the ocean. Nobody can protect him. He has to learn how to protect himself. True. He's got to learn. You can't go in this area where the big, uh, you know, barracudas are waiting to eat lunch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and your mom told you never go over there. Yeah. You know, and it's when true. you do it just cause Jack and Jimmy wanted to go over, you end up getting eaten. It's like Nemo. Yeah. Finding Nemo. Well, same I mean, thing. My, that movie is an education so, on life, it isn't is. it? It's so emo too. That yeah. movie. And that's real. That's a good point actually. Yeah. And it's like, I, and I, I just always try to get people, friends, people I work with, my lover, it, you have yeah. to, you you have to when i said my lover i meant my wife so yeah. I, was, I was like wait hold up people are gonna be like wait is lover oh jim jim he's a nice guy um but always try to con- convince people like even in my career like you know like, yeah. how, do you, how do you you know you made it so i'm like i haven't made it yet mm-hmm. and i'm not saying this to sound arrogant or stuck up i'm very grateful for where i am in this point yeah and i tell my agent rick all the time like you know what do we got you know he's like brian you're in where you're supposed to be right now. Just keep doing that. Yeah. Don't try to, you know, don't try to make it, you know, don't strive for more greatness. Just keep doing everything you do. and just love doing it. Love doing it and do, do a great job at that. Let yeah. me handle the rest. Yeah. And it's hard because I always want it. You know, if there's something that I can do better, I want to do it. Yeah. And I know that I'm not satisfied with where I am in my career right now. I want more. I want, to be to do more i want to do yeah. more maybe not it's not being more famous yeah it's not getting the sh- i've shot every celebrity in, I know, in the man. planet I so i that. don't I know. it's not that now it's like what do you do now yeah now i want to do stuff that's important i want leonardo DiCaprio to call me up and go dude i'm gonna go on this trip to save the planet and i want you to document it Sick. and we're gonna make a book i would die that'd be amazing like that's important that would be you know hell yeah come come with i'd be all right i'm not working for a month i'm going away with leo that comes with age and maturity too. And yeah, like and it comes also with luck and just being the guy that he chooses. Yeah, for sure. To go do good for the world. Yeah. Because listen, if I was but your work speaks for itself, so it's not just luck. It's like people love what you do, so they want to fuck with you. you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. But then also, it's like you know, don't I want people to remember how hard I worked to get to where I am. I know, and that I went through a lot of tribulations and trials, and I went through the same COVID thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like we were about to sell our house move out and we Kelly. didn't we didn't have any quarrels with it yeah we were like we have to do what we got to do yeah do you know what i mean and i, I it sucks but like yeah, i'm like i have everybody. friends that yeah. are so worse yeah man you know what i mean we're still we're still giving clothes to people we were bringing food to banks mm-hmm. food banks and trying to do what we can and yeah the reason why i did my book to raise money to to give to to, to feeding america like yeah donate you know i'm like I'm, i need to do what i can now and this is what if I have this gift and I don't use it, I'm a sucker. Mm. And I know that it'll backfire. Yeah. So I really believe that, you know, karma and paying it forward is going to help do the things that I still want to do in life. Yeah. 
And I'm not, I I, I'm not out of the game. I'm hopefully I'm just no, starting man. the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I want to help people get in the game and yeah. show them and tell them exactly what I did. It's not a secret and I'm not trying to not hold it back. So if I tell you, then you're just going to get good and then go ahead and take my job. I'm like, no. you should be doing that anyway. Yeah. That should be, be your mentality anyways. Totally. You want to knock me off the block and start getting my jobs. Mm -hmm. There's still a bunch of people that are trying to do that and that are doing that. Yeah. And I also don't get bitter when I lose a job to someone. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like that. You just didn't get that job. Yeah. You weren't right for it. Just keep it moving. Or things are changing. Yeah. And if things are changing, what am I really going to do? Call mm. up Warner Brothers and go, why haven't you used me in a month? Yeah. How come you stopped using me? Did I do something wrong? Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's, that's not what you do. It's like, no, we just, we're moving on. What, yeah. what do you mean? <laughs> like, we're, we're, we're choosing different shoots that have different styles and yeah. isn't that and like I've had such a good run that I'm like you know I gotta at some point in your mind mm -hmm. you gotta be you gotta be ready for that do you know what totally, I mean yeah. I, I, I have this you know Mr. McPherson he was with my same agency and he's like always told me like have a backup plan you know mm -hmm. and I'm like Andrew what do you mean like you're you're not gonna ever stop shooting you I'm never gonna stop shooting but Someday they won't want me anymore. Mm. And so you have a backup plan. So yeah. you know what you're doing. Maybe it's fine art, mm -hmm. which is, you I know, see you doing that. Yeah, you yeah. know, I've got into that industry yeah, yeah. and now I'm, yeah. you know, I'm enthralled with that and it's a whole nother world that I opened that. up yeah. and it's something like, Oh, that's why I got into photography in the first place. I just got sidetracked and then got this amazing opportunity and went with it yep. to do fine art. Yeah. So I was able to, generate money, take care of my family. Then I have enough money now where I can start putting together projects on my own. Yeah. And that's what it was all about for me. Yeah. You're your own boss. You're creating yeah. your own stuff. Yeah, it's work like, for anybody. You know, I want to do what's in my mind and heart that I want to do. Yeah. Which is that book. Yeah. Drive which by. is, which is the, the, the fine art pictures that I've done. Yeah. And, and I've done six successful shows and this, I'm on I my know. fourth book. And I want to get into your career because we yeah. stopped, we stopped you getting like, we stopped at you getting an A in photography. Oh, um, yeah. I ramble. Sorry. No, no. I love you. No, this is amazing. So, like, did you... So, when you graduated, what was your goal? Like, was so, it photography? No, it took me... You know, I graduated, and, and then I was also, like, already so good at gymnastics by then. <laughs> I'll be arrogant about it. But I was competing at the high school level when I was in junior high. Yeah. Two years after I started. Okay. Then, you know, after, at high school, I was literally winning everything. Like, I was the guy Damn. to beat. And so colleges were looking at me for scholarships. Wow. And Joe, my coach, like he, you know, he's like, you could get, you can go to college. And I'm like, college, <laughs> are you kidding me? Like, there's no way. Yeah. And so he, long story short, he prepped me and, you know, and I got into college and I, I, I was in this program, program called EOP, which is equal opportunity program okay. for, for underprivileged kids who didn't have money. Gotcha. They pay. If you get into a college, they, awesome. they basically pay. Yeah everything except room and board. Okay. And then my college covered, you know, the gymnastics covered the room and board. So I got a full ride to a college. It's amazing. And I said to myself again, this is my, this is my big thing. I'm going to graduate college. Yeah. I might be the only one in my generation that actually graduated from a, a regular college. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want this to, I want this to be in my belt. Okay. So I made it sure. And then I became, you know, five time, you know, you know, 14 all Americans, Wow. You know that. And then I did a commercial for the postal service because of my gymnastics ability. For the postal service? Yeah. And it was, they <laughs> needed awesome. a gymnast that looked like blonde hair, blue eye that could try out for the Olympics and do his own stunts. Wow. And I did that and that got me to New York. 
Like acting. Acting. Wow. And I started, I, I, then I'm like, I want to be an actor. Like, they're like, you're so quick on your feet, you know? <laughs> so I went and studied at the Meisner School of Acting, got accepted, which was Holy a feat shit. in itself. Yeah. Went and, and did the school, graduated from there and started acting. And, you know, then that got me out to LA and I was like, I was on my way, dude. I was killing. I was on Friends. Wow. I was like, I, I almost booked a lead for the uh, Jen, this Jenny Cho show. She oh, did, yeah. And I know I, that show, yeah. Well, let me tell you about this. I did. I, I've done a ton of national commercials. I was yeah. in. I was living in in California as an actor. Okay, how old? I, when you I mean, this was after college, after New York, probably like 27, 28. Okay. okay. Um, on the way, you know, yeah. Sandy Gallon was managing me. He's one of the biggest managers in. Okay. You know, I met him through friends at a party, and he's like, "You should do this." You know, and yeah. he got me in this audition at you know with Jen Cho, and they loved. They were like, "Dude, can you stay and read?" You know, and they were like, "This is your part, dude. Like, you, this is we're good." Yeah, holy crap! And then they, <laughs> everyone was like, "You know, can you stay and read for producers?" And Jenny's gonna come in, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Go outside. <laughs> I call my my uh, Sandy. Calls me. He's like, "Dude, what did you do?" He goes, "You." you're going to get this. They're talking, already sending over contracts. Wow. And I'm like, no, like I'm going to be on a TV show Holy with shit. Jen. Like this is crazy. Yeah. So I go back in and I'm waiting and then they're like, here's some new sides. And I'm like, Oh shit. <laughs> Cause I have dyslexia. Oh, okay. I know that. And, okay. and I can't, I can't read good and I can't retain what I read. Wow. And I have to study these sides to get okay. it. And then I'm money. Yeah. But I'm like froze. Damn. Oh, I can't learn. There was like seven pages of sides and looking at the names. I'm like, I forgot which name my character was. Wow. And now I, when you're, I don't know about acting. If you were out there and you act, you know, you gotta, you gotta know everyone else's lines. Okay. So then you know when and how to deliver yours and any kind of yeah. emotion comes from what they give you. Gotcha. That's that Meisner technique. Okay. So I got to learn Jenny's lines and know where her mind's at and why she's feeling this way. So I can react, Damn. let alone just read the lines off. Okay. So I knew, I'm not going to be as good as I would when I went into my audition. Cause I knew that back and forth. Yeah. So lo and behold, I go in, I don't know if I'll starstruck from meeting her and she <laughs> commented something like, Woo, I hope there's some makeout scenes or something like, wow. Something, something to that effect where I'm like, <laughs> Oh man. And I knew I was going to let her down right away. And Damn. I just got nervous. And one of the guys could, he was like, are you all right? And I'm like, good. He goes, you need more, you need any more minute time. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I knew no time was going to do it. So yeah. I just like, all right, let's get it over with. It's like the first time you make out with a chick, you're like, I don't know how it's going to go. Or what if I mess up? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I'm just going to do it. And Too much tongue. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Or like, you know, do I use tongue or do I not? Like <laughs> two packs tongue, right? Like, oh. um, Fuck. I vomit. Damn. Had to start over three times. And then I look around and said, I, I can't. Sorry. Went out in the parking lot and I quit acting that day. Holy shit. And everyone was like, what? My, wow. my, you know, and I went over to Sandy's house and I just told him, I said, listen, I can't do this. I can't. Yeah. Like this is going to happen again and again. And, again I, and again. I felt, I felt horrible. I, the, 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 I feel like disgusted that I let everyone down. And I feel like I lied to people and it's going to happen again and mm -hmm. I can't do it. And I can't, I can't be on a show and be the guy that everyone's going to be making fun of going like, Oh, you got scenes with Brian. Good luck. You'll be there till 2am. Yeah. You know what I mean? Damn, man. So I just. I knew it wasn't for me. Wow. You know, and at that time I had started my rollerblading career as well. Okay. And so I was like, I had a pro skate. I had a pro wheel. 
I was wow. touring the world. I managed a team. I was making fine money. Holy shit. My rent was 850 bucks a month. Oh, I lived two blocks from Venice Beach. Damn. I had man. a two bedroom house with a fenced in front yard. Life was good. That's amazing. So I'm like, I'm not trying to struggle right now. I want to yeah. see what's making me happy. And then I really got into photography because when I made skate videos, the photographers wanted like three grand to, to shoot a cover. Mm. And I'm like, I, I, the whole thing costs maybe 800 bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I filmed around the world. How are you going to charge me? You know, yeah. and I'm like, all right, let me figure it out. And then when I started, you know, dating Shay, I learned how to, sh I learned over Thanksgiving, everything about a camera, okay. physically about a camera. Okay. Again, from my, my knowledge from when I took that class Yeah. to now I'm like, I need to know this camera. Okay. You know, and I, I got an old, you know, Nikon and I, I went during Thanksgiving and, uh, went to Alabama with Shay and I, I literally got every book from Barnes and Noble on photography. And I think I read every one of them. Wow. man! And then I started just shooting. Then I started shooting pictures of my wife. Okay. Cause she's so, you know, gorgeous. And I'm yeah. like, ah, oh, we could do all these cool pictures and we'd set these up. Then I'm like, holy crap. Like this is when I first got one back that I'm like, this is good yeah like this is babe tell me this isn't a good photo of yeah, you yeah yeah. she's like you should you, you take more because i have to pay people 500 bucks to take pictures so i can do my portfolio yeah yeah, yeah. so when her her modeling agency ford saw the pictures were like will he do it for a couple of other girls so i was making 500 bucks a pop shooting Damn. all these girls and i'm like oh i'm done this is what i want to do that's amazing man you know and yeah. then i got in and then I got into everyone's heard this story well, before. You were assistant, right? With Herb. Yeah. Herb so Ritz, then yeah. I did a commercial though first. Okay. He he signed me up for the Gap campaign to to, to rollerblade and jump over something in the commercial. Holy shit! And so it was I for pro that. pro athletes. It was yeah. it was a print ad. Wow. So it was photography. So when I went and saw him, I was like, dude. And he was friends with Sandy. Okay. So I you know I had a connection. Small world. Yeah. So yeah, I just yeah. said, "Do you think Sandy? You think Herb would let me watch?" And he's like, "Let's call him." And I was like, "No, no, no!" And he called him right there, and Herb's like, "Yeah, have him come by. Have him talk to my guy David Jekyll. He'll put him D in." Two weeks after I was the main talent, I was picking cigarette butts off the <laughs> beach, off sets, and clean, wow, cleaning man. up trash. That is incredible, man. Yeah, and then you know, up he, until he took the day you under his wing, kind of. He he took me under the wing in a sense. Like he didn't take me on his wing and say, he told me day one, see these guys, yeah, all these five guys that were his assistants, they're your future. If you want to stay, mm. you do what they say. If they say that you're helpful or they say you want to be there, then you can stay. Otherwise you can come to a couple shoots and that'll be it. Yeah. He goes, but I don't force my assistant. They control everything. And I have to respect that. Yeah. And I understood. Mm -hmm. I said, okay, here's this. What do you want me to do guys? You know, uh, here's my education. I don't know shit. Yeah. <laughs> so they said, well, then you're going to be cleaning up. Okay. And, and loading the truck. And I cleaned up and I loaded, made sure that truck was spick and span. And Damn. I made sure those extension cords were, were rolled up perfect. Yeah. You know? And then they're like, that's called a stinger, not an extension cord. Okay. And so I'm like, stinger, <laughs> got it. And I was a sponge and I would ask them, what's this called? I love that. Right? That's an Ellen Chrome. This is okay. a pack. You know, and when it was appropriate and they had time, we're setting up or breaking down, no one's around, I would ask them questions. Okay. And I would write them down in my book and I would go study them. That is amazing. And that's how I learned. Man. And for three years, you that's what that. I did. Wow. And then I remember at like, I don't know how many months in, David said, you know, we're going to start hiring you as, you know, the extra hand. So we're going to start paying you. And I'm like, no, no, no. I shouldn't get paid. I, I This was a blessing and I get where I am. And, mm. and he's like, dude, you're getting paid or you're not coming. 
Wow. And I mean, I think it was 150 bucks. It was like not getting paid, but yeah, <laughs> you know, going from like all the stuff I was doing and all the skating stuff, I quit everything. Okay. For this. Just, yeah. just for this. Yeah. And I really gave up a lot. Yeah. Cause I, who knows where I would have went. I could have been making films. I might've went into the, to doing that. That's where I was headed. Okay. And, and, and I was doing very well. So to lose everything, you yeah. know, was, you had to do it. Yeah. But then again, I was a point in my life where I'm like, I just wanted to do something. I'm always like, I want to do what makes me happy. Yeah. And I didn't do anything that didn't make me happy. No, you didn't Never. at all. All no. the stuff that I did, I, I'm grateful for and I was stoked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. this one was a different kind of adrenaline rush and love. Yeah. And it was purely just to create each bit of magic on each roll of film. Okay. And that's what was so to me and still today is so great that I'm doing so many different things with photography. Yeah. But I'm still so amped on all of it. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? I love the challenge of going to set and they're like, well, we were going to shoot this on location. Now we have to recreate, um, a rain scene in a studio and like, I can figure this out now. Mm hmm. And it's, it's, awesome. it's, it's awesome and fun to do. And yeah, I'll still, yeah, yeah. I, I had a jam session with a couple assistants the other day. We're like, let's try some new lighting stuff. Yeah. Let's play. There's new lights. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's play. And we had so much fun and we ordered yeah. some subs and sat around all day and everyone gave their input and we looked and we're like, oh, that's sick. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, you know, we, we put some stuff in front of a softbox and put it in different angles and did it three different ways to see what it would do. Okay. You know what I mean? Then we found out we, you know, like, oh, let's take the, you know, this called shoot through umbrellas and we're shooting through umbrella. And he goes, you know, what if you put this through there and then held a scrim in front of that? Mm. Like, what would it really do? Yeah. Or if shoot through the black, if you awesome. change it to black and white, does it affect the skin? Mm. And you don't know until you do it. That's yeah. your real education is yeah, yeah, being yeah. on set and seeing things happen and going, oh, I like that. I'll remember that. Mm-hmm. And then you remember the things that you like and the things you don't like, and that's how you create your own style and find out where you want to be. Yeah. Do you like black and white over color, or do you like them both? I love both. I just love a color image when it's perfect and it's a perfect scenario for color. Yeah. yeah I yeah. don't like forcing it. It's like I when I did my drive-by book to the show you yeah. just went to, I only used a black and white camera, Great. so I didn't have that dilemma. Okay. Because smart trying to figure it out or hope. I'm like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I had this new monochrome. They let me use it. And I fell in love with it. And I'm like, I'm not, I just want this in, in a lens. Yeah. And I want to keep it simple. Super I don't, simple. I just, that's it. Yeah. And this was a beautiful, man. I won't get to that. But um, my question, my first question, also my next question, not my first, but what was the first job you got? You remember the first photo you sold or what it was for? Yeah, or? yeah. Um, uh, I believe Incubus. Wow, great band, man. Wow. I toured with them in 311. And uh, wow. I, I took some pictures of 311. And I was doing the video stuff again. Wow. I made two documentaries. I, I got a, I got an award for the uh, 311 doc. I did not know that. Yeah. Holy crap. Enlarged, I love 311, Yeah, man. man enlarged to th- show detail. I went on tour with them for Incubus years. Incubus too? Incubus I went on tour with. I met through okay. at the big Melee tour with, um, gosh, it was, it was crazy. It was That's a big awesome. Melee tour. Great um, band, man. Great uh, artist, yeah. man. Underrated, they're, they're, man. They're, some great they're songs. Unreal, and I got to travel with both bands, and was kind of like the, the the extra member. Wow. For a long time, yeah. I saw the dude perform recently, like barefoot on TV somewhere. He was killing it, Brandon. Man. He's a great artist too. I'm, I'm, I heard that. Yeah, I'm, I'm involved with this um, program called um, Moonlight Collective that that Brandon started. Okay. And it's giving actors and actresses and people of other careers outlets to do shows and get involved and show their art. 
paintings Sick. and all that. It's beautiful. Dude, that's amazing. Yeah. He's a surfer too, right? Oh, he's a good, he, he, he had the dilemma. Like a surfer. He had the dilemma of going pro surfing or do I do this band with these guys? Wow. Because he was on his way to be pro. Damn, good pick, chose, though. Yeah, it is. Thank you, man. He, he still rips. I think, no, um, but wait, that. what was the point? Because I'll ramble again. It was, uh, it was your first photo. Oh, yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So, I had just been digging in deep and I just got off tour with them. And so cool. Then when they were filming their, their album Morning View in Malibu, it's I went one. and photographed all of the sessions. Wow. And so, I had a whole crap of beautiful stuff. So, I printed like 30 of my favorite images. Okay. You know, I'm like. These are awesome. And so I just gave him the brand and said, here, give these to the guys, man. A little present for you guys. And I loved it. You know, isn't that? What I didn't know, he was going to New York the next day to talk about album artwork and what they were going to do. Layouts, yeah. He went to the meeting and laid down the pictures and said, here's our album artwork, our merch and everything. We just got to pay this guy, Brian. Holy crap. So they were like, great. <laughs> Love it. No wow. way. And so you didn't know he's going to do that. I didn't know he was going to do it. And not only that, I didn't have an agent. I didn't know what I was doing. He calls and says, Hey, this guy's going to call you from the, the um, record label and talk to you about buying the picture. So make sure you know what you're doing. Cause this is like the real deal. Like it is don't give it away for like a hundred bucks. No, no. So I'm like, that's a big I, my, I made my wife act as agent. Mm, so I, remember I love that. Out, she's like, Well, what do I do? And I'm calling everyone. Like if I was going to do this and this and that, and they're like, Oh, well, you know, the buyout alone is like five grand and this Easy. should be this. And I'm like, I, I can't ask. If I ask him for that much money, babe, they're going to say no. Yeah. Like I'm the friend of the band. Like there's no way, like don't do it. She's like, well, Brian, you don't also want to not get what you're worth. Exactly, like, man. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not worth nothing right now. Like I've never even, mm. I, we don't know what we're doing. She goes, that's right. She goes, stop. I'm not talking to you anymore. <laughs> Let me deal with this. She called some people. When the guy called, she went in the closet. Good. Okay freaking true story okay went into the closet i was outside the closet freaking out by the way we were so broke at this point she was pregnant we wow. had bought our first house this is the first time we were worried about paying rent gotcha so she comes out and she's like i didn't get five grand you know she's like i got 12 wow and we were man. i get teared up thinking about it. she was that's incredible jumping. we were like oh my gosh that's three to four months rent my <laughs> yeah. mortgage and i'm like i i can't you know and brandon's like yeah man that's awesome like good for you he's like you probably could have got more oh my man the music industry was on fire then that's incredible you know? man and anyway that led to open so many yeah, doors and then i worked you know then i met selma blair on on there because uh, she, she was dating Jason Schwartzman who was you know was a fan of Planet. Oh yeah, that's right. Another band. And, and then I hung out with Jason and I'm like, <laughs> oh. And then I, Selma was like, I want to shoot pictures, so she set up with her her publicist Troy a whole photo shoot and her let wow, me use his man. studio. So now that I'm doing a, a celeb like Selma Blair and first one, first one. And then Selma was like, these are great. Can we use them? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, just take them. Troy's like, no, we won't take them. We'll, we're gonna try to place them in magazines and they'll get paid. Wow, and man. I was like, "What?" So Holy then, like, shit. "Oh That's yeah, so and so bought this picture. They need the picture and work out how much." And I'm like, "Again with the work out how much?" I don't yeah, want. Yeah, yeah. That's why I never like thank God for Rick and Megan and, and Copy as my agency because yeah. I don't like talking about money. I don't care I don't about like money. Either, I honestly couldn't tell you how much I make right now. Yeah, Shay does the finances. I go do my job, go back. You know what I mean? And I'm like, yeah. can I buy, do I have enough money to buy a new surfboard? That's all I need to know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and that's really all I care about. And I don't like 
I didn't I'm, I didn't get in to do it like for that. Money, yeah, for sure. And when you grow up without money, you don't care about money. You blow through money. Yeah. Like it's not important. I'm like, spend it if we got it. Mm-hmm. Why even put it in the bank and for a rainy day? Like it doesn't rain in California. Yeah, it's true. Like, I, I, I would spend it, you know, on things and I can't stand like I'll, I'll always pick up the bill at restaurants because I know I don't want to ever invite my friend to a restaurant that he I know he can't afford and mm. I've been in that situation so many times where I'm like I'll just get a salad and yeah I feel you I'm know not really hungry I'm today. not no I just ate I can't believe <laughs> yeah. you invited me I just ate you know and then yeah, yeah, yeah. you're like licking the plate after the salad they're like <laughs> you homeless dog you did not just eat you know and so I always make sure that I let people know I'm getting dinner tonight yeah like and I, there's no question about it yeah you know what I mean because I remember just going oh. This is going to hurt. And then someone mm-hmm. picked up the bill and you're like, oh my God, so thank you so much. You're like, it's just dinner. Relax. I'm like, it's, no, no, no. Yeah. Honestly, it's like, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't know what it's like to, to not, you know. Have that, yeah. So I'm like, I'm on the thing where like, I'll just do it, you know. I love that. So you just started, you took off from there. There's so many things. I mean, Vanity Fair, Esquire, GQ, Details. Yeah, like, and then you took photos for like one of my, some of my favorite shows, Shameless. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Ray Donovan. Yeah. Um. I'm breaking with House of Lies, the Do Over, Kimmy Schmidt, The Voice, and the movie posters. Intern with De Niro and uh, Anne Hathaway, yep. Central Intelligence, Rock, and Kevin Hart. This crazy shit, and then did stuff for um, a campaign with Mark Jacobs with skin cancer awareness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just so much cool stuff. And then you had other books. So I'm gonna go through your list. There's so many th- cool things you did, man. Uh, you had the other projects. Um, it was called Projects, Projects. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. And that was portraits. Uh, Aniston Crawford, Demi Moore, Summer Blair, Hillary Swank. And then you did like a fine art collection of wildlife with naked girls wearing animal masks. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Yeah. That was, and that came about because you could wear a mask and no one would know who you are. So a lot of totally. people were like, I'll do it. Yeah. But you didn't say who they were though. Nope. Never. I wow. said the only way anyone will ever find out is if you tell them. Okay. That's amazing. And then the metallic series with um, nude photos with like a metallic canvas vibe. Yeah. We kind of spray painted the girls too. And then, and then like do so much. It covers a billboard, Miley, the rock, um, Kat Daly for Women's Health, uh, Nikki for Billboard, Margot Robbie, who I love, mm-hmm. Channing Tatum. I always say his name wrong. That's probably said it right. No, you said it right. So many people, man. Just like Melissa McCarthy, Julia, uh, Julianne Moore, who I love, uh, Sam Jackson, Christina Aguilera, Drew Barrymore, Jessica Chastain, Megan Fox, Renee Zellweger, Chris Pine, the Chainsmokers, who I love. Oh, they were crazy. Dude, there's so many diverse, yeah. so many Did people. Did you see me just get taller as you were saying all that stuff? Like, <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever broke it down. Dude, I love like, this. Like, I forget. Bro, oh, you did stuff. so much shit, dude. It's just like, wow. I mean, and then, the, and then, okay, a couple things. So then, there was other books too. You had two. You had two other books before the uh, drive-by book, correct? Yeah, I did. I did a book with Filson, the pioneers okay. of Filson. Okay. And then I did a Mark Jacobs book where I went around the the world twice with them when they were setting up stores when they were getting started, and I shot just the employees. And I wow. made a whole book called The Men and Women of Mark Jacobs. And no it's, way, it was dude. one of the funnest projects I ever did. And the pictures, the dudes, all look. The, everyone in that book, you go to the store, and half of what him and Robert Duffy did, they hired people that were musicians, okay, actors, actresses, awesome. models, yeah, you know, you know, scientists, and everyone had their own unique style, and they loved yeah. it, and we're like, this is our, this is our misfit company, mm-hmm. and you did not feel like it, and so I'm like. It's a photography's dream because when you have someone that's a character, like I could shoot a picture of you anywhere and yeah. it's going to look so cool because I of, want one, by the way, someday. Let's yes. do it. Okay. Let's do it. Um, um, but when you have, it's like when you see something as an artist yeah, and, and, and that inspires you, 
which for me is like people and how you dress and how you look and how yeah. you carry yourself in life and the way you, the way you come off. And now I feel like I know you, I know totally. I can do something cool. Yeah. Creating yeah. all that. I'm not so big on. Okay. And it's basically, it's easier when, when you can look at someone, some girls dressed to the nines, she's got her own little outfit that she made at the thrift store. Yeah. She's standing with a freaking pink umbrella in front of a white wall. You're like, just give me three shots. Okay. And that picture, I know, I know that that picture's done. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I can't create that girl's look. I could have mm -hmm. never done it. Yeah. Especially with the tattoo on her neck mm -hmm. to, to finish it off. <laughs> yeah, And yeah, she yeah. looked sideways and it's like, you know, oh man, this is just, it's perfect. And that's how the, the men and Mark, the men and women of Mark Jacobs came about. Awesome. And I, I didn't even plan on doing a book. I just said, can I come and take pictures of the employees? Yeah. And then I knew something would be cool. Yeah. And then when we were done, I had, I mean, years of pictures. Yeah, but you took photos of Incubus as your friends hanging. That became a fucking album. Yeah, layout, though. it's almost like, you know, just, just make sure you do it. Yeah. If you get ideas, right? Don't yeah. write them down on a chalkboard too long. Yeah. There better be erased. Mm -hmm. I did this one. Now I'm on to the next one. I did this one. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't have empathy or time for anyone who doesn't really want to go after it because you can't make excuses no one cares yeah nobody cares yeah were you were you into big we into fashion were you a big fashion guy you have a cool I, style i just but it's not high-end fashion no, i was always terrible terrible at it i just <laughs> i love when people did stuff or talk, gave me some ideas and then i went with it mm. i'm more of the simple more on the simple side yeah do you know what i mean like yeah. that's why i loved when i was skating i had dickies and white t-shirts hell yeah and that was it that was a uniform. Yeah, it was a uniform. You know, yeah. I still, I still have, I mean, how many dickies do I have in my closet still? <laughs> yeah. You know what dickies I mean? It's still cool though. Yeah. And it's like, I, you know, <laughs> I, I, I do love fashion and I love watching designers do what they do. Yeah. I'm not, I know I'm not the guy that can pull off certain things. Mm -hmm. So I don't take risky trends. Yeah. I just wear what I like to wear. Yeah. And if you look at pictures of me since I've been in here or New York, yeah, I dress the same. Yeah. I've always had hats, which kind of bums me out now because I've got, <laughs> I've probably got 30 to 40 different hats and fedoras wow. and cowboy hats and these hats and that. Yeah, you rock I've it well had, though. Yeah, it's cool. Had, you know, now everyone, now I look like a hipster. Mm. Like I literally was going to a, to a, a function <laughs> the, like last year and I got my hat on and I'm looking and I'm thinking to myself, damn, everyone in this room, you know, it's that time when Nick Fouquet did his hats and oh, yeah, everyone yeah. in Hollywood had the same hat. Mm -hmm. Well, I actually had one too, <laughs> but I hear these really hot chicks behind me and they're like <laughs> oh shit we forgot to wear our hats thank mm. god and i literally just turned around deadpan and looked her in the eye and she was like oh no no i wasn't talking about you and i'm like no 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 i was thinking the exact same thing <laughs> and my car's too far to go back <laughs> plus my hair is messed up <laughs> so so you're the og with the hats but then i'm like you know and my wife said it perfect she's like look You've been wearing hats ever since I met you. Why would you stop now? Because everyone else is wearing them. She's like, they won't be wearing them in a year. Yeah. And then you'll still be you. Exactly. You know, it's a trend. It get over it. Don't. Um, how was it shooting De Niro? I'm sure you're a massive fan. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was, it was like one of those ones, like, you know, everyone's like, who's your favorite celebrity? I'm like, there, there's so many, I'm sure, but there's icons, you know yeah. what I mean? And then there's icons. Is that nerve wracking? It's completely nerve wracking. Nervous. Don't know if he's going to like, I knew he, I know he doesn't like photo shoots and I know he's not going to sit there and do a million shots, nah. which is one reason why I got the shot because okay. I can, I can go in there and shoot four pictures of him and move on. Yeah. Cause I know here's what we're going to do. 
stand this way. He's not going to, he's not a model. He's not going to turn no, around and start man. doing poses. Yeah. He's going to look at you. I'm going to say, give me a little <laughs> grin, a smile, smile. And I get it. And I'm like, we can move on. Yeah. So the first thing we did, I shot this natural light portrait of him. And I was thinking to myself, oh my gosh, thank God that this fits in the realm of what they need because I want a portrait of him so bad. Yeah. And I want to do it my way. Yeah. White background, natural light, pop a tiny soft silver umbrella from the side to give it a little bit of shadow yeah. with a stark white backdrop. Sick. It's going to look iconic and it'll last forever. Mm -hmm. And we did six frames and I said, we're good. He's like, oh. And he looked at the monitor and was like, actually that's a great photo and he fist bumped me Sick. before covid too fist bumped me <laughs> and said what's next and then we walked over to the other thing and then i noticed by the time you know and we moved on quite quite um fast and he was like wow that was that was great wow and then he st we started talking about something he was talking about making films and that takes and this and that and then i found myself i'm having a conversation about film with Robert De Niro and I looked to my left and everyone was watching us wow. smiling like and then my assistant walks over after and he's like I'm so happy for you man <laughs> I'm so fucking happy had this for moment. you and I literally was like I can't believe that just happened yeah that's amazing you moment. know and this is after Bobby I've D. done you know so many uh, so many that it's not like it's not Sometimes it's just about the quality and, and then the picture that I got that it was a dream come true because yeah. with posters, it's not like you're creating it and you're like, I want to do this. It's like, you have to be a DP for what they need for the poster. Exactly. And sometimes they're wearing their outfits from the twenties, mm -hmm. you know, which I think is rad and I love custom pieces, but yeah, you know, eventually if you want to do a book on your career, you want the picture that you created no. that you love. Yeah. For not sure. one that you'll set us for just cause it's Robert De Niro yeah. or just cause it's Denzel. Like Have you, you want a Denzel photo? Um, I'm not even going to answer that question okay. because I'm on hold right now. Okay, okay, okay. For, for the whole career, and I don't want to jinx it. Well, okay. I guess I just fucked that up. No, right? no you didn't. Okay. So you, you have some goals of people you love to photograph. I still love shooting every new celebrity, yeah. every model. I still love shooting. There's no one where it's like, it doesn't get boring, or there's not a list that once you get to a certain point, you're like, already shot everyone, what's next? It's like, I've shot, I shot Margot Robbie's very first photo shoot. Wow. That's the rock. Amazing. I did one of the rocks. Very first photo shoots. Wow. So you gotta understand. That's like, incredible. That's what you kind of want. Yeah. You want longevity and repeat business in in this you know career of yours. Totally. So it's like I love the new actor. Mm -hmm. I love the new model. Yeah. I like you know like Margot Robbie. You know I'm like you're gonna get. She's like I'm gonna have you shoot everything. I'm like no you're not. You're gonna be so famous that you won't be able to shoot me because you're gonna be doing the cover of Vogue and all these people where they're just gonna hire the biggest photographers in the world. And I understand that game. Yeah. I'm glad I got you when, so cool. and I sent a picture for her, for her mom. And it's good that she remembers me when I see her. And that's all that I ever asked for. Yeah. That's really awesome. She respects and knows, Oh my gosh. Yes. I rem I still love that shoot. And yeah. which I, like I told you, you would never use me again <laughs> <laughs> because it's not up to you at some point. It's not, you know what I mean? And it's yeah. great. Even when I get to do movie posters and that's the business Herb was in, although he did amazing fine art. Yeah. Um, and did several books and was a master at it. He wanted to do movie posters and he loved shooting celebrities. Yeah. And that's what I knew I wanted to do. So I went after it. Yeah. And that's what I think that the biggest advice I could give young photographers or even old photographers that are trying to still make it is know what you want to do. Mm -hmm. Then go after just that yeah. and give that a hundred percent of your try. Mm -hmm. And after 10 years, if you've made it, then great. Yeah. If you haven't, it's time to move on. Yeah. And maybe you chose the wrong path or don't ever give up. Yeah. 
20, but don't anything less than 10 years, you didn't give it a good shot. That's a good point, man. Same thing with music. I was saying the same thing. Same thing yeah. with music. And even now it's like, I don't understand how you guys come up with song after song after song or album after album. Like, how do you top it? <laughs> how do you, I just don't know. I'm like, you know, yeah. you listen. Sometimes to, you don't top it. But yeah, yeah. You listen to like Incubus and you're like drive. Mm. Like, how are you going to make a better song than that? And then you listen to the next album. You're like, oh, they did it. Yeah. Twice. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, man, you just, I guess it's just like any artist. You're not satisfied. Yeah. Stay creative and stay hungry. Yeah, all that. Yeah. Stay creative and stay hungry. Mm-hmm. And there's always room to improve. And there's always room to, to excel. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Is you there know? is there somebody on a list that you haven't photographed yet? You don't want to jinx it, but you haven't done Jay-Z or You know, I always, said, I always said it. I've done Madonna a couple times, wow. actually. I've actually just started um, mentoring her daughter in, in photography and giving her what? giving her private lessons. Yeah. Wow. Who, That's she's, amazing, she's, man. She's really, really good, too. And I, I dig that she's got a passion. And, and, and if I can help. That's incredible, help man. Make it happen. It, 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 it's such a. A good thing to feel to give back. Yeah. But, you know, I used to say Brad Pitt all the time because I'm just Ooh. such a fan. And when I was acting and obviously he was the guy you wanted to be. Yeah. And him and Johnny Depp and all those guys Ooh. were like, you're like, can I get close to that, please? Like, just not, not, it's just the fact that their careers and the choices Incredible. they made. Like, after you watch California. With a K? You know, 12 Monkeys. Yeah. Oh, Glad you mentioned I that. Mean, Shout out to Julie Lewis. That's one of the, yeah, my favorite movies, then, man. And the fact that I know for a fact that he takes his career in acting so serious. Yeah. And I just respected him so much. And totally. I thought it would be great to, to photograph him. Leo, how about Leo? Leo's the same. Same, dude. They do both escape me. Man. But you know what I did is recently I gave up on, I, 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 I don't want a list. Okay. Because <laughs> when you make lists, you get let down. No, that's true. You get, you get, you know, you're like, if it happens, it happens. Yeah. And let's be honest, I really wanted to shoot them when they were in California days. Not that yeah. I don't respect them. It's like, no, I, I, want, I want the Brad Pitt from, you know, True a romance. river runs through it, Ooh, you know, where you're like, good one. dude, if you ask, I will make out with you. And I, <laughs> I don't, if that makes me gay, then I am gay. <laughs> and I have no problem. Yeah. And respect. I just, you know, you're extremely attractive. <laughs> yeah. And cool. And like, I imagine now I know when I hear people, when you're in the presence of them, they literally go goo goo gaga. Yeah. Everyone. Cause you have that, you have James Dean Ooh. serum. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's some people that when you, you just look at them, you're like, man, this is special. Yeah. You're, you're special. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And uh, the, yeah. And there's some people that work and earn it. Totally. Do you know what I mean? Where yeah. like, you know, you're special, but you don't have that. And it, everyone can't have that. Right. Cause then it, no. would, it would be boring. Yeah. I had that only, I met, I met Madonna a couple of times. I have a tattoo of her. I was in, I'm in, mm. I'm in a uh, Madonna coffee table book talking about my tattoo. My yeah, band, I saw that. my band covered like a prayer. Um, but me, I met Jay Z and that was yeah, like, that, like was, that was like some another level of human. Yeah. Experience, like, and you know, Brad and, and the guess that here's what it stems from too. Um, Brad Pitt is an amazing photographer. And he's a, know he's, that. A, he's a like enthusiast and he loves ar- architecture. So I knew I couldn't wait to talk shop with him about photography, mm. which is why I was so enthralled again. And I know Leo is a big art collector. Oh, for sure. And I've always imagined, oh my gosh, could you imagine if you ever bought one of my prints, how Ooh. tall I would get? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So just like you working with Madonna. And yeah. So when I work with people in the field that I have a history with or I respect or have more of a connection than just I'm shooting your new movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? I le- I, it, then I get more excited. Yeah. About it. And it's more of a check off the bucket list. A bucket list. That's even better. I like that too. I like bucket list because I, I still have a lot of stuff on there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those and are I, legit. I yeah, like those. And my, and my wife is like, you're good at setting goals and reaching them. Mm-hmm. 
She's like, you know, I've never since I've met you, you've always, you've reached every goal. Yeah. And then when you do it, you crush it. Like you surpass it. And it's my addictive personality mm. that I guess goes along with that. Cause there's a certain amount of, I did that. Now I need an, I need my next thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, I, I'm not, there's, there's there's always the next thing. I bet the day after your book, your drive-by book thing, I went to the next day. You think about something else. I'm doing my I'm doing a closure? show. I'm doing a show of it in St. Bart's. Okay, yeah, I saw that. Then That's I'm, on my list. Then I'm hitting Art Basel. You get picked out of ten photographers to be there. Yeah. That's I'm amazing, man. Good photographer. Yeah, I that's amazing, dude. I, I could not believe it. And, and then the, a Will Smith book. I did the cover. Wow, I did, actually man. shot the, the the cover as a photo of mine that an artist drew. Okay. So I'm like, dang, mixed media. It's even more sick. <laughs> That's so cool, man. I yeah. saw you post about that yesterday. Yeah, I'm really, uh, and, and, then, and the book is amazing, and he so so good for him, and what an inspiration. What is this book? Is just just photos of him? It, it's a book about, I guess it's about him. Okay, you know? okay. Yeah, that looked it's, awesome. It's it's crazy. And then your drive-by book, like you you travel like 1,100, 11,000 11, miles through the pandemic in your 1958 Ford, you call it Pearl? Yeah. And that was at the shoot? Well, I call it Pearl from the guy who sold it to me. And okay. that, was, that was the shoot that you came swung by. Yeah, yeah that was That was great. the first show because we didn't know if we are going to have a show or not. And then we waited and waited and waited. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm just time to do it. And It was I, great, man. Yeah. And then, There's one picture. I don't know who it is. Obviously, you had Demi Moore, Amelia Jovovich, Eva Longoria, Josh and Kathy Brolin, the best. Catherine Boland, sorry, I said Kathy. Yeah. Um, and then there's a picture of these two teenagers. Uh, these two kids look like twins. I don't know what it was. It was so. Ah, like, uh, they were giving one like the finger. They look like skinheads, like Listen, old punk rockers. That story dude. is amazing. So you who know, are they? Do you know Eddie McClintock? I heard the name. Yeah, he's an actor. And this okay. Man, he he knows of you as well. And okay, those are his kids. Wow. And they're he's a, he's a sober guy. They look badass. They look punk rock. You know why? They went to school, and the older brother they gave him twenty bucks to shave his head. And then said, I'll give you an extra, extra five if you shave your eyebrows. So then his brothers yeah. were like, will you give me 20 bucks? I'll do it. So both on the same day, they came home looking like that. That shit is amazing. And then she's like, you're not going to believe what my freaking kids did. They look like aliens. Dude. And then she sent me a picture. And I'm like, right now, they need to come into my house. And we need to drive around and find a spot to get them in the book. And I shot that in LA. Like, and oh, I was driving. Wow. And I saw this, this old school, like, uh, I think it was a um, Chevy. Yeah. And I'm like, just jump out stand there and, th and then just look at me it was so good and dude. they did like three pictures and the little one just gave me the finger and i looked over and i was like wow. oh my gosh this and it's one of my favorite pictures me too it stood and out the most so, to me that day it's just so freaking cool it looks like it was like in the south it it could so be. that's the thing about that book that i love is that i try to do pictures and find people and and some things that like was that from the 50s or is this are these can't tell you can't tell and with the genius, with the man. leica that i used it has that look yeah. And I'm like, it's just something that, again, got handed to you. And it's like, people are like, oh, of course, you have the best equipment in the world. And I'm like, no, that's one camera and a lens mm -hmm. and an idea. Such a great so idea, don't, too. So don't come with me about how you need an assistance and you need all these lighting. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You need one or two lights and that's yeah. it. And you can do anything in the world. Dude. A lot of my movie posters like that, sometimes it's one light. Okay. Do you know I what I mean? It's, it. yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. really honing in on your craft and knowing where to put that light. Yeah. And no, you know, and, and with me, it's a people business. It's how to get things out of people. Yeah. There was some great ones. And the one with, uh, Catherine, like straddling Josh yeah. on the motorcycle. Yeah. You know, Josh is done. I'm did, let's do something crazy. And this Dude. and that. And he's like, 
we're going to get on the Harley and do that. And then I'm like, oh, right <laughs> under the bridge because you can ride under the bridge with no helmet. Oh, you know, smart. Right, right where, we go, where we go surfing Zuma. Okay. So it's that bridge that goes under the under the road. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah under PCH. Wow. And, uh, just drove by like three or four times, and I'm like, this is it was, genius. It was so good. And then yeah. Demi won whole family in front of so, like, yeah, the water. So yeah, the thing about the celebrities that are in the book, I didn't do it. I did it the same way everyone else. Mm-hmm. I said where I'm going to be, and then they hit me up on Instagram. Oh, you got to come by. The whole, she's like, the whole family's here, even Bruce and them. And I'm like, no way. <laughs> so I stopped in, stopped in, pulled up on the way out. They all came out. Family got together right there. I pulled Dude. up on her grass and shot that picture. It's insane. How so, many photos you take of that? A couple? I t- yeah, you take like each each drive by is probably like ten pictures. Yeah, sometimes it's three. Mm-hmm. It just depends. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because I work everything out with them on the phone. Okay, so it's very well thought out. Even okay. I'm like, send me a picture of where you want to do it, so then I know what time to show up. Okay, and I'm like, well, the sun's behind you. I'd rather shoot this when the sun's on your face. Yeah, so I'll know, you know, by where the sun is, what time I need to be there. Just meet me there at twelve. Yeah. And I'd get there and I'd never so meet good. these people and they'd wave and see the truck and they'd be like, I can't believe it. And, that's and it. then Pearl took a life on his own. They're like, Pearl. <laughs> that's why she had to be at the show. Dude, it's amazing, man. It's such a great concept, man. Yeah. I, it's one of those ones too that I wish I could take a bunch of credit for and be like, I thought of this deep. And I did it on accident with, with through a Zoom with my with my neighbor okay. shooting her daughter. But I knew that when I saw the photo, it had to be a series because it just looked so cool. Yeah. And and I think that half the, you know, the battle of being a photographer is when you look at something and you know it's cool, you don't care what anyone else thinks. Yeah. You know you did something special. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And that's when it, that's to me, it's like, that's when I know I did something right. And that's something and, beautiful that came from the lockdown, yeah. man. It came from the COVID. And then I'm like, I didn't even think about that until I start. I told my wife, I said, someone just DM'd me from Vegas and was like, are you coming to Vegas? <laughs> what if I take this on the road? She's like, you're not going on the road. Like, and Especially I'm like, now. Yeah. May 2nd, my birthday, I left and said, I'm coming back. I'm going to go for two weeks. Six, so, six and a half weeks later. Six and a half weeks? Yeah, I just, I just kept going. My friend How far Sylvan, did you get? Like, what part, like, I went all the way to Brooklyn and back, homie. Holy shit, Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, wow. all the way to Brooklyn. And Damn. then I went all the southern route, then went back the northern route and shot the whole way. Just by yourself? We had some with you. I had, so I had to have somewhere to sleep and eat because yeah, everything was locked down. The whole country was. was in lockdown. Okay. There were no restaurants open. Oh, so you had that, you had the thing. So you. I had a Winnebago. That's my, right. My friend Sylvan. Okay. Um, he's this French guy. He's hilarious. We have the best banter on this whole trip because <laughs> he, he barely understood anything I said. Okay. You know, which like, you know, when the Winnebago didn't have brakes, I'm like, we got them fixed, right? Yes. Then all of a sudden we're good on the highway and he can't stop. Oh my God. Oh, you might embrace. You <laughs> might embrace. And I'm looking like, why? He's like, no breaks. I'm like, what? And Holy shit. Luckily, I got my friend Evan B. Stone, the guy that brought me to LA okay. that I did films with. Yeah. He, he did a documentary on the whole trip, bro. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, I'm starting right now. Um, that's coming out next. Yeah, coming out next. Um, I just wow. signed Sarah, um, Brandon Boyd's girlfriend, actually. Okay. Um, who's going to produce and, and, and get this thing put together, hopefully. So that's amazing. That's going to be amazing. Yeah, that's your You're going to trip at the footage, man. It's crazy. But anyway, Sylvan, <laughs> I have an RV. I just bought it. Okay. And I'm like, a word, like it's like you could use it. I'm like, dude, <laughs> you should go. Yeah. And I'm leaving tomorrow. And he's like, and his wife was like, Sylvan, 
you don't get this opportunity. Cause he had been, I know him because his wife's a makeup artist I work with. Okay. And she was like, would you please let my husband come to a couple shoots? He's a photographer. Yeah. He's, he's French and he wants to learn. And, and I think he's very good and just let him come to a couple, please. And, and I've done her so many favors. I'm like, no problem. Yeah. So I ended up like, okay, this guy can come and help out. And I got to give people a shot. Like her, give totally. me a shot. So he ended up coming to a lot and, that's how I knew. And then she looked at him and said, Sylvan, you take this opportunity. You just say yes and think about it later. Yeah. And so that night he called. He goes, okay, man. I'm like, bro, meet me tomorrow. Holy crap, man. And then we left. Just went. And my friend Evan jumped on a little bit after. He's like, bro, I'm not working. I'm coming. <laughs> Come and, hang. And so he met me in Vegas. I remember seeing some, maybe uh, you guys like cooking outside or somewhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Traeger so- Grills gave me okay. a travel grill. Okay. So Traeger hooked it up and we were cooking. We were eating like kings, bro. Wow. We're, we're going to, you know, the stores, grocery stores were still open. Totally. Um, it was great. Gas was like a dollar fifty. It was the perfect time. Do you cook too? Oh yeah, I love okay. to cook. Okay. And especially Traeger got me into a whole different game. Like, okay. Like, I'm like a master now at smoking. Okay. They make it so easy for you. Mm-hmm. People call it cheating, but I'm like, I don't care how much you cheat when your ribs taste like that. <laughs> or my finally, I can make a brisket. Mm. And it's again just watching people's mind when they eat the food is like watching them look at a picture you took. Yeah, it's that addictive personality. Yes, and you love cooking. Now yeah. I'm like, my wife's stoked. She's like, now you can barbecue everything, and I'll just do the salads. Was she cooking she before was the, that? She's from Alabama, dude. That girl can cook. Okay, cook. Damn. Oh man. So now it's like, no, no, it's you. Yeah. No more excuses. Yeah. Wow, man. Yeah, the book. The book's amazing. The show was amazing. Like all the photos, like. Like those two kids stood out. That's yeah. That I like that everyone. Photo, I like that everyone can have their favorite. Yeah. I mean, it was it was yeah. It's such a diverse, you know, such a diverse, you know, documentation of our of our culture and our and our in our United States. Yeah. So the document really coming out for that. The book is out of print right now, right? Probably. Book, unfortunately, the book's out of print. Okay. I, I saved a couple boxes to bring to Miami because I was going to do that show. Oh yeah. So that'll be the last of them, and it's literally sold out. I can't Crazy, believe man. it, man. It's amazing, man. Yeah, I'm super. Still like, wait, what? Do we do another one? And I'm like, I don't know. Shouldn't we just <laughs> kind of let it be cool? And if you got that one, you, you got moment. one, you got one. Yeah, it's part of history. Maybe, man, like, maybe someday like that, you know, people will say that was important. You did that. And I, my grandfather has that book, mm. you know, and maybe he's going to tell his grandkids about COVID and be like, look at this book. This was done during that time. Pandemic. And, yeah. And, and, you know, and I got Black Lives Matter in there, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the tale of the trip. Yeah, uh, George Floyd died, so I yeah, got, the end of I that, got yeah. some of the some of the picketers, and wow. I got you know some of the things that I think is really, really important. Part of history. Thing. I got I got one that said um, there was a, a a garage and someone spray painted Carol Baskin's bitch, oh, <laughs> and I'm like, shit. it's part of that time period. Yeah. Like we all, the, you know, the Tiger King is like, yep, that was that time. Oh, that was a Tiger King. That oh was that's God. why everyone watched it. They were all that was the most talked about thing ever, man. Right. There's so many things that came out of this it thing. so long ago, man. Yeah, and this book has it all. It's like it a does. it's like a repertoire of like but I tried to do it in a positive way, not negative. I didn't want to show like the people on their porch like nah. sad and like someone behind a window crying, you know, this old man who hasn't he's not going to see his kids ever again. Yeah. He's going to die cuz COVID got him like yeah. I wanted the one where let's make a thing happen. Mhm. Which is the point of how that whole thing came together. And I wanted to give people some kind of joy yeah. during this downtime. And It's beautiful. And we've both been blessed with uh, a forward from Josh Brolin. Oh, my gosh. And we talked about uh, before we started recording, like, we both got email reading these forwards he wrote for both of our books. And like and I he s- wouldn't tell you what's going on. He's like, you know, bro, I'll send it. <laughs> and, know. He go, and he told me, it's like, it is, it's going to be what I write. 
Same, same. And I was like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, dude, that's why you're writing this. 100%. Yeah. And it was, I saw it. It was like on a big thing at your thing. I was like, oh my God. I printed it because it's so beautiful. I know. Man. And it's so, it, it, it made me realize what I actually have done. Mm. Until I read that forward, I didn't realize what I've done. I knew I did something. I knew I did something great. When he looked at the pictures, and I remember he looked at me and he went, because I showed him. Yeah. And he just went, bro. Like, you know, he looks at you and he's just like, he looks at you like he loves you so fucking much. Yeah. And you can feel it. And it's like your dad. It's like your dad or your wife looking at you and just, you know, this is real. Yeah, 100%. He doesn't care. He is looking me in my eye, tilting his head so I can't look away and saying, you (laughs) did something. Super eye contact. Yeah. And then he knew what to write. Dude. And then he's a poet, such a this poet. Guy, man. This guy can write. He should. I mean, he's so like he's one such of us. a great actor. He's, but I'm like, you should quit acting and be a. You should write. He's, yeah, you should. I, I know say, he's coming out with a couple books. Yes, too. he is. He is. He is. And I'm like, I'm just like, dude, just keep doing, keep going. Incredible writer. Keep man. going. Oh, I didn't want to get a grammar check. He's no. like, yeah, you should get a grammar checked. I'm like, no, if I, there's a, I just like your flow, yeah. man. It's just real. I'm like, if there's a misspelled word, they're gonna think you did it just because I could read it. <laughs> so, oh shit that's so right keep it like that yeah he's um, he's the most like un Hollywood incredible actor I've ever met the most yeah. he comes from like skateboarding punk surfing same stuff we were into growing up he comes from our world and he's just yeah, he's, um, so humble and he's, all, he's awesome. passionate about what he does yeah I mean even even in sobriety yes you know and he loves you know if he can if he can save one person and get him into a meeting and yeah. save their life and this and that he's all about that I love that man and yeah. he's just not he knows that he knows that everything's a blessing mm-hmm. and he thanks God every day for his, his, his new family and his old family and, yeah. and everything that in, in the fact that he's still on this earth with us. Yeah. And I guess that when you go through that kind of stuff, you're, you really are grateful. Yeah. And I think he surrounds himself. If he doesn't like someone that's not, he'll, he'll not only tell them he does, but he won't give a fuck about what they think about it. I know. You know, well, that's punk. It's so it's fucking so punk. punk. He was, you know, I know, you know, he was punk. Yeah, man. I see some pictures of him back in the shave head and I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. I'm scary. so grateful. I didn't meet him when, <laughs> when, when he was that Josh Brolin. I, I'm glad. Yeah. Just we, we connected somehow through him through the end. I don't even yeah. know how, but yeah, it's amazing. Good, man. good people find each other. And that's when you hit me up and my agent was like, whatever that guy says, bro, do it. Your agent? My agent Rick is a big fan, and he what? You know, he he's he's such a music buff. This guy okay. can talk music a long time, and yeah, he started out. He, he started my agency. Okay, and he started out as an understudy through an agent I was with, my first agent, Kim Gillis. Okay, and he was just came from. He worked in the the um, Paramount or Warner okay. Brothers, and he worked as you know one of the people that hires photographers. Okay, so then he went to that to saying i want to work with you and he got into her agency like how i got into herb nice then he became a junior agent okay then she decided i want to raise my kids i don't need to work anymore i'm stopping the agency okay and i had just done my first three movie posters i was on fire yeah. rick is like my agent i just heard your syracuse accent just now <laughs> yeah. fire i just heard yeah. it <laughs> and then um he looked and i remember we went to breakfast and he's like yeah i don't know what i'm gonna do i'm like whoa 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 what do you mean you don't know what you're gonna do he's like well i gotta Think about this. Like, I just lost my job, bro. And I'm like, mm. dude, no, 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 no. You didn't lose your job. You're starting up on your own. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm not. I'm like, oh, dude, hold up. And I looked <laughs> at him as I go, yes, you are. Yeah. I go, why would you not do that? This is what you've done. We've worked for this. Yeah. You've got, I'm doing, I go, dude, if you do it out of your house and you have just me and Cheryl Neals. Yeah. Who will go anywhere with you. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
why wouldn't you do it? Yeah. And he's like, well, and that's the first time I think, I don't know if he thought about it, but I saw him go, huh, out of my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, all you need is a phone, bro, and a fax. All you need. That's all a you fax. need. I'm like, no, dude, you can't do this to me. Mm-hmm. And so he stayed in the game, and now he's like, one of the, he's the biggest agency in LA and wow. maybe the world for entertainment. That's amazing. And represents some of the top, you know, biggest photographers. I'm like, dude, you better stop hiring some of these guys or I'm going to be out of, you're going to let me go. <laughs> he's like, I'm never letting you go, dude. That's it's, a great story. But, but man. I'm so impressed for him and we grew together yeah. in our careers. And, but he's like, dude, he never misses a Coachella. He never misses the band. Loves he, his music. love for music. He grew up in Poughkeepsie and would. Poughkeepsie has to play dude, shows yo, up there. The chance. Dude, I know. It's why he knew who you were. Wow. He used to roll up to New York city and watch shows. Wow. And so he knew, and he's like, he just told me, he's like, if that guy wants to do a podcast with you, just do it. <laughs> and I was like, dude, no, I'm, I'm doing it. And he goes, I go, I'm doing it tomorrow. He's like, what? He's so sick. <laughs> Shout like, out to yeah. him. Then he's like, dude, he's reading off all the ones you've done. And he's yeah. like, I, saw, I listened to this one. He goes, oh, I, I haven't listened to this one, but I'm going to listen to this one. It's awesome, He man. was like fanning out. And I was like, oh my gosh, dude, he doesn't do that with hardly anyone. Wow. Well, so, that's really nice. Thank you. I appreciate you being there too, man. No, I was stoked. And I was so stoked to see you at the show because yeah. obviously you're a super recognizable guy. And <laughs> it was just like, it's so funny. You were, when, you were like in the mix. It was I awesome. I know, but it's so funny that I knew. And it's like, it feels like even that little bit of time, it felt like we, like, oh, totally. cool. I know this guy a little bit, so yeah. it's going to be easy. No, I appreciate it. It was awesome. And it was, thanks for that. I'm glad I went to that too, man. And I it was like, no, I, that, it was and awesome. that's a, that's a, also a testament to you going and figuring out what you want and going after it. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's no different than I'm like, you know, I'm down with anyone that really does that. Yeah. And obviously you can't do everyone and you know, and you want to give everyone a shot, but at some point it's like, you know, you got to choose your battles because you don't want to spread yourself too thin. Yeah. You know, but I love to talk. So no, it's it was great. Sorry. And one of the questions, easy. one of my main final questions is, and you seem like you have it because a positive mental attitude is like what, what the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve. And that seems like that's been your whole path. Like everything you put your mind to, you went for it and did it. It's amazing. Yeah. I, I mean it, you know, at some point I was always saying I was the luckiest guy in the world. Yeah. Till, Someone sat me down and said, dude, you're creating your own luck now. He goes, but no one is that lucky. Mm. You, you're doing something. Skills, man. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, it's not like you're, you know, lucky to be there for, you know. Yeah. He's like, dude, you know, you're good at what you're doing. Yeah. You weren't lucky to become, you know, a pro skater. You, you got really good at it. Yeah. It just happened really fast. Totally. And you take for granted that when you put your mind to something, and you make it happen. You don't think about the in between because all you're focused on is the end game. Yeah. Or getting true. to where you can feel like you're doing it. Yeah. And in that way, I don't sit around and go, I didn't sit around and wait for people to go, you know, we want to hire you. I'm like, when I wasn't getting hired and when no one was hiring me, I still was just doing everything. Yeah. And I was in the mix. I was at, at every show shooting rock stars and then yeah. giving them free pictures. I was asking every celeb that I met, yeah, you need a new headshot? You want me to shoot you? You want me to do anything yeah. for free? I was doing all of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then it was all of a sudden, people knew who I was. They're like, oh yeah, that Brian guy. Mm. Brian Bonesmith, I heard of him. Yeah. You know, and then someone, so, you know, and then celebs would talk back and forth. Like, I just worked with this great guy. He was so fast and the pictures are amazing. And then I'd be shooting something. They're like, oh yeah, I just talked to so-and-so. And they were like bragging about, and I was like, what? What do you mean bragging? Awesome, She's like, oh no, man. no, she loved it. 
She said, you know, awesome. that's actually, that's why I'm here. That's why I hired you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, no way. And then. But that's your work speaking for itself, man. Yeah. And then just also me. Going, your personality too. Personality and just treating everyone with respect. Making yeah. sure that the shoot, ever, there's no status on a shoot. No yeah. matter what your assistant are. Like, yeah. there's no, it's everyone just has fun. And yeah. let's all be thankful and, and know that we're lucky. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's your hard work. Yeah. It's, it's funny. I had Natalie Martinez on here. The home, oh, the my home God. That's my girl. I know. But she was, off, She was. I said, what do you got after this? She goes, oh, I'm going to your house to do it for the, <laughs> the same day she was here, man. That's crazy. She's See? amazing, Small man. Small world. Oh, she's a, she's dude, a, she's an Badass, man. Yeah. Oh, she's yeah. Just, oh, yeah. She's awesome, dude. She's, she's so great. Yeah. We got a lot of mutual friends and I'm like, Nat, is any friends with Nat immediately I'm friends with? Yeah. She's, she got a good vibe. Um, do you have any regrets in life? Any regrets? Um... My only regret is I didn't get focused earlier. Mm. My only regret is I spent so much time boohooing about the cards life handed me. Yeah. When I actually, and in a kind of, hmm, I got to be careful about how I say this because <laughs> growing up white in a predominantly African American neighborhood, I mm -hmm. knew that I had special privileges. Okay. I knew that certain people would pay attention. I didn't know why yet, but now that I'm older and I'm being educated on racism and being educated on why is that white privilege? Gotcha. I just didn't know. I didn't think anything about racism because I, there wasn't a racist bone in my body. Mm -hmm. I mean, all of my friends, almost all of them were African-American until I got to high school and met kids that lived on the other side of the tracks. Yeah. And I was friends with everyone. It wasn't, mm -hmm. I didn't choose. Anyone that wanted to be my friend, I would work out to be their friend. Yeah. Until they did something like, you committed a robbery and I'm not down with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? You want to go stab someone. These are situations I was in. Yeah. And then I'm wow. like, I knew that's not my friend anymore. And I'm not, I knew not to go. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. For and sure. then, you know, and so I just grew up blind to, you know, my mother became a lesbian. My, my, one of my best friends on the whole planet, Robert Duffy, who owned Mark Jacobs, which is why I had all those opportunity was gay. Yeah. So I grew around up around all of it. Yeah. You know, Mark, you know, my, this guy, Mark Speck in junior high tried to kiss me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, no, back in the day that was like, he begged me not to tell him. So I'm like, I won't tell anyone, but like, you shouldn't be ashamed of it. I go, yeah. I'm just not, I'm not gay. Like, mm -hmm. but you're still my boy. Like yeah. I felt bad and I felt still so friends, bad yeah. for him. Like, I don't know. he thought, Oh, what did I do? You even out him or yeah, yeah, out yeah. him. Like, dude, you be you like, no, you're still my boy. Yeah. And I'm still, no one makes fun of you. I'm like, Everyone knows you're gay, by the way. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. It's not a secret. You're a yeah. queen. Yeah. Like, you know, but that's why you're my friend. Mm -hmm. You know, and I've always been like that. And I've always taught you don't. Until someone gives you a reason to not be your friend, why not have more friends? Yeah, I agree. You don't have to be best friends with everyone. But I agree. 100%. It's great to have a ton of friends. And then, yeah. you know, when you really need someone to, the, to, to fall back on, you've got more options. 100%. Which I found that that's helpful. Yeah. And, and, and in my life, I'm fortunate, you know, that I've got some really strong With diverse group of friends. That, yeah. 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 You know, and some that I know are just friends, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like you pick and choose. I go, but I do know that I regret not, you know, having a passion. And I don't know if I regret it as much as I, I, I knew I did some stupid stuff and I treated, yeah. treated some people that, that, that helped me and wanted me to get out pretty badly because I, I resented the fact that they weren't my father. Mm. They weren't the ones supposed to be helping me. Gotcha. Even though they are. And, and, and I kind of was a dick to them. Gotcha. And, uh, and I, I regret 
how they must have felt at that point. Mm-hmm. And like, they didn't have to do that. They were like, why, what? Hold on a second. You yeah. talk to me like that. And I just bailed, bailed you out of jail. Mm. And you really going to act like pissed at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like go fuck yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, sure. and by the way, you know, make your own dinner tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, that was really bad. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, and I didn't think about it till after I graduated college and after maybe I started doing that for other people. Yeah. And then someone did that to me and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Not, I'm not the one that you do this to. Yeah. Not after I've all I've given up mm-hmm. and, and you're not going to, no, you're not going down that path. Yeah. I'm not letting you. How about that. this? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Buck the fuck up. Buck up. <laughs> That's it. Like stop. East Coast shit. Yeah. And then I realized, you know, that oh man i did that mm-hmm. and he didn't give up on me yeah you know what i mean and that's why i you know not you know no matter what I, you don't give up on people and you let people make mistakes and you just let them know you're there for them when they're ready to come around 100 percent. that's it yeah and 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 that's how i try to live my life other than that i don't get shit man i'm i'm so <laughs> happy i'm so content with where my life Do what is you love. yeah it's amazing I, i'm man. doing what i love and and i'm i'm i'm, I'm being able to to give my kid a different kind of life and my, my, you know, my struggles of trying to make sure that he understands it, which is going well and, and, and not taking advantage of it. I mean, I just started a tequila company. I know. I saw that, man. I'm like, it's called Casa de la, what is it? Casa del Sol. Casa, Casa del Sol. Yeah. Yeah, And we're in, we're in BevMo now already. Okay. It's on the up and up and it's just this man. Just the name mean the main house of the sun. Okay, cool. And we're like all about, it's that sunset sip of, you know, almost like old school, <laughs> you know, dad has his scotch at the end of the night to unwind yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's working hard and his, you know, partner brings it to him and it's just that joyous moment of, ah, okay, this is what we do it for and best sip that <laughs> sunset so you can think about the blessing of the day. I like that. And, and think about, you know, how blessed that you are mm-hmm. and sip it. You're not doing a shot and going out and taking off your shirt at a bar, <laughs> licking salt. And is that it's no, this is a fine, fine liquid okay. that you respect and enjoy. Yeah. And, and I'm down with that. And you know, you mentioned even, even Longoria is one of our partners and she was big. Nice. On, well, let me taste the juice before I say anything. Ooh. She was like, I've been approached a couple of times about to kill it. In I'm my sure. Career. And we're like, we know <laughs> we, we stand by it. And that's why we want you to taste it. And, and she loved it probably. Yeah. Then she got back to and she got back to our Kobe, our president, and said, Let's talk now. Wow. And then, you know, she's so like, cool. And man. then one day she was like, I'm in. And I'm gonna I love it and I back it one hundred percent. How it's made, you know, authentic Mexican in Jalisco with a Mexican owned um a distillery. Wow, it's awesome. Man. Who's a female too? And Dope. it just happened that all the cards fell in our place. We didn't strategic strategically go. Yeah, you know, it has to be Mexican. It has to be. It's like this is the way it just went. Mm-hmm. And then she brought it to our attention. Do you know? Yeah. And we were like, oh yeah, yeah. But that's just the way it is. Yeah, that's amazing. Man. Yeah, it's really. A How blessing. long you had that for? How long has it been? We just for? started, bro. It's just that that show they wow. they sponsored it. I saw that. And um, that was our first. That was our first. You know, kind of coming Intro out party. Tour. Okay, okay. And uh, now we have Art Basil, and I'm doing Art one Basil. one with Brandon Boyd um, for Moonlight Collective at Aspen. Oh, you are in Aspen. Yeah, wow. and we're going to sponsor that event. Sick for 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 his art. And I did a a, a, um, a, a compilation with Brandon where he drew on my pictures. Okay. 
And, oh, he drew on your pictures? Oh, dude, it's so I need rad. to see that too, man. Oh, yeah, you'll see it. I'm listening to Incubus today, bro, because I yeah. used to love that band, dude. I haven't done it so long, You know what's man. good is that I'm so over Pandora and this and that. My wife and like, I went back <laughs> and started listening. To my, I'm like, oh, Sublime, you know, <laughs> Foo Fighters, early Ooh. stuff. Um, yeah. You know, Rage Against the Machine and all Rage the things all the things that I've listened to on that trip. And I just got goosebumps going that it brought me back. You know, music can bring you back to a smell, can bring you back to a breakup. It can bring you back to the time where I was just in these little Orange County bars, just watching (laughs) Sublime rip it up, just going, what was I, what was I doing? Oh, uh, oh, in small little bars they were playing. It's crazy. Saw no doubt in like a, you know tiny little you know orange county somewhere orange county yeah. somewhere and say yeah. ferris say ferris dude just going to i remember playing with them on the warp tour yeah yeah so i didn't really go to concerts anyway i got to go to that concert earlier the with sheila e and that's prince. prince that's a sick and, and then concert, i just bro. i don't think i went to a second one until i was kind of in la but that's your first prince and first sheila e. that's e. so ill man it was your un- first one unreal <laughs> but i didn't go to another concert till so long and then rick got me into going to shows mm. and my wife goes to a ton of shows he does and then I would only only go to like on tour with Incubus and all that. And I would go to shows they went to. Exactly. You know, they're like, we're going to a show tonight. I'm going to introduce you to a band that's <laughs> going to blow your mind. And then you're <laughs> like, oh my gosh, educate me more. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's you're, why I love. You're definitely a sponge. You absorbed everything in your life. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, yeah, totally. And <laughs> I, I love music. And my kid, dude, this dude's bad. Yeah. He <laughs> self-taught the drums. He's been playing since he was two. Just always banging awesome. on something, dude. His gift is. I got. I'm gonna send you a video okay. of him. My son plays drums too. Off. That's amazing. Yeah. And then now he's ta- self-taught in quarantine how to play the guitar. Oh, that's sick too. And yeah. he's. I'm like, was almost at first to not steer him away from the drums and get too obsessed with the guitar because he was. Gonna, I knew it was gonna be so much harder, and I didn't think he'd be able to do it. And I'm okay. like, what? What? What advice am I giving you? Am <laughs> I? I just went back on my whole theory of, bro, do what you love. And yeah, dude, he blew my mind. Okay. He's listening to music and he's dad, dad, check it out. I learned a Jimi Hendrix song. I'm like, nope, you didn't <laughs> learn it. No one. I recognize that song. Mm-hmm. And he's like, right? Is he doing YouTube videos or something? He he listens to the song and plays, and along, plays along with it. That's so amazing. He's dude. got that tone thing. Yeah, that's awesome. He's about to join his first band and he's got an audition coming up. And, <laughs> what? Yeah. And he's like, dad, there's this girl and she's <laughs> like amazing punk singer. She has this song called Homecoming Whore. And I just learned it in like, they want me to be in the band. Holy shit. What do I do? And I'm like, first of all, you learn all the music. Yes. You learn all the music. He's like, I know. And then every morning before school and after school, now he's in there with it. He's playing it over and over. So cool. And he's learning it. And so his first band might be this punk rock chick band that's sick. It's pretty cool. They're playing the whiskey, I think, in two weeks. He's not going to be in the band. Okay. But he's, you know, that's the one he's... They're, they're courting that is sick man so i'm like no way and he's just like and i'm like please please be in a punk rock band <laughs> your first band it'd be such an education it'd be so cool yeah and he's got that and jose from incubus came over and he said can you help me set up my drums for a punk song wow and jose actually came over and i'm like do you know how lucky you are this guy's here doing this yeah you for know sure, like you man. know yeah. he's like he's like i know bro yeah no dad but like <laughs> It's important because he know you don't know how to set up drums. I'm like, either. no, no, that's not what I'm talking about. It's like, who's the I'm guy here? Like, yeah. I'm just like, the fact that you got the, one of the best drummers in the planet. I know, coming there. And then uh, Jose got to listen and he's like, Jose, you know, because I have him, like, is he, you know, is he going to, he's like, no, dude, he's got it. Because all he has to do is know where the song changes. Okay. Then the rest is his. Yeah. Then he should make it his own. 
Mm-hmm. Like he should have a little bit of a flair and difference. And he's got, style. and he's like, he's like, he's dude, he's, I'm not worried a bit. <laughs> so then I'm just like all stoked for him. You play instruments too? You play music? I'm the worst. Can't meet yeah, I just, I can't yeah, even, to sing, yeah. even when I sing karaoke, I, I act like it's a joke and I try to do the funny vert. Then it gets real long and I can see people's faces like, all right, get off the stage. So I'm like, what is the shortest karaoke song ever? And I want to do, do that one. Yeah. Because <laughs> they have a sublime song called Tying on My Dinosaur. Okay. And it was a song about doing heroin. Mm. And he's like, lying in my plastic bed, starting like a sleep at night. And it's like two <laughs> verses, and then the song just ends. That's perfect for you. And I'm like, oh my gosh, if that's, if wish they would get that on karaoke, because I would kill it. <laughs> yeah. Just quick. scream it for like, and it's 30 seconds long. Yeah, I like scream it for seven Oh man. It. And I'm like, that's a, that's a good one. And then just drop the mic and walk off. It'd be perfect. <laughs> you know? Maybe they should do that. That'd and my wife has a great voice, so it's super annoying. Oh, she does? Yeah. Okay. My wife can't sing Get drunk. She's like, let's do the one from the movie to, with Gaga. And I'm like, no. Gaga? Oh. Bradley Cooper and Gaga. Oh, like, oh, yeah. I'm like, no, 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 no. Please don't make me embarrass you. Oh, my God. I'd love to see you two do that one. Oh, that was man. a great movie, by the way. Great remake. Oh, God. Incredible, amazing. man. You ever and take a picture one, of Gaga before? Uh, I did at the when she won her award backstage. Wow, that's amazing. It's a great photo because she's outside backstage and all the photographers are taking pictures of her in the hallway. And I got behind everyone. And she fell to her knees and she's holding up the Oscar and everyone has that picture. And I just screamed at her, go, Gaga, turn around. She turns around and looks at me with the, with the, with her, her um, Oscar and looks at me and I got all the photographers behind her as a that wall. And then that. she's looking over. I'll send that's it to a, you. That's it's amazing, like, it's man. like, the, it's like the perfect BTS photo <laughs> of it. Like that's such a special moment. Wow. That's amazing, yeah. man. Well, fuck, man. That's two hours. I do. I feel oh, like I, man. I, no, I feel like I could talk to you all for hours, man. Like, well, such an amazing now that journey, we're friends, man. We will. Yeah, bro. I really appreciate you coming over here. Over some of this the liquid death, dude. I'm going to send you some, bro. I got you. The sparkling one, man. You I, like I, it? I didn't know. No, it's awesome. Okay. I got you, bro. It's awesome. You. Please. I know some people there. Oh. Um, but, man, thank you for coming here and sharing your journey. I'm glad we fucking, I'm glad I got to go see oh, your, your art, your show for your book. And you come here and when, um, we're bonded by Brolin, and that's amazing. And uh, Oh, dude, there's my punk rock band. Bonded by Brolin. <laughs> That's a great name. Oh, it's you just we came up all, with it. We could be a side band. Dude, me, you, instrument. me, you, Brolin, dude, and our kids. That'd be so tight. Um, but dude, congrats on your whole journey. Everything from Syracuse to here. Everything you've you've done and put out into the world, and it's just amazing. Your journey is amazing. Actually, you just gave bro. me a, another great thing that you got to remember. <laughs> if I ever write a book, which Ooh. at some point I have to. Yeah, you definitely from do. Syracuse to here. That's actually a good because I do love Syracuse where I grew up, and yeah. I do I do your I do wish I could do more for that community and especially the underprivileged kids there. And I, I should try to dig into how can I, you know, how can I help my whole neighborhood or even do things because yeah. without the school lunch program they had and this place called the Dunbar Center where I learned karate and they, uh-huh. they, they had kickball and you know, youth, youth kind of things that were funded by the government. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't know if they exist anymore. And I've been, I haven't mm. really been back there in so long. And you're so focused that you, you don't want to forget where you come from. I know you're talking about giving back. That's your this part of your life. You're doing all that now. It's perfect. Yeah. Long story short, and this will be another podcast, but <laughs> the, the 23 and me thing. So my, Ooh. my wife got me 23 and me for Christmas uh-huh. and I found out I have a different father. And not only do I have a different father, <laughs> what? I found out I got like, five rad uncles one that i went to school with and i go to go to meet or meet my dad through a phone call yeah he died that morning 
respiratory, which what, I recently? think is COVID recently. Oh my, so now I met the new family and I went back to Syracuse to meet all them. And we had a big barbecue. They're oh. all Italian, like awesome. I love them. They're amazing. That was recently you went back and met them all? That was just like th- two months ago. Oh my God, that's incredible, man. Yeah. It's it's a trippy, trippy thing. And so... That is insane. Yeah. So it's funny that like <laughs> you talk about brothers or family. And so yeah. now like now that I've got that family too, I, I'll find myself back in Syracuse more because it's a whole new... I just got to... You know, my first family were kind of very all over the place and separate and everyone yeah. moved everyone else. And we never had a tight knit family. Yeah. These guys are all about family. Okay. And they're like... You're one of us now and we love you and whatever <laughs> yeah. happened and Tony would want it this way and like you're my son, you're my you're my nephew and we love you, bro. Sopranos and, vibe. Dude, and they're all like all Italian, which that's is, there's another twist. Wow. You know, I'm like, amazing. well, why, why am I not all Italian? <laughs> so we'll, what are what are we'll you? Save that what are, what are I'm you? German I'm I'm not even German, which I thought I was. <laughs> I'm Irish. Okay. I'm ninety like ninety-eight percent on German. I'm uh, sorry, not German. I keep saying that because my mom said I was German, Irish, Dutch, Polish, and something else. Mm. I thought that's what I was. I'm 98% British Irish. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. My mom told me and my brothers, we were shy and we were shy and Indian our whole entire lives until we got 23. Me, we're not that at no, all. No. At all. Yeah. My mom lied about me being Indian because you could go to Indian camp for free. <laughs> if you were Native American, I'm like, you what? sent a blonde haired, blue eyed, <laughs> towhead kid to a all Native American Oh my for god! A week. Man. <laughs> for a week, I got my ass kicked for the first three days. Oh my god! Like I was like, it's the enemy. That is crazy. Like man. until I like finally like befriended someone. I'm like, if we're gonna fight, then you know you become wow. friends after. I'm like, I'm just gonna fight the biggest dude. Are you Lose. serious? I did. No kidding. Wow. Yeah. Your mom did that. She did that. <laughs> and then you like, found out 23 and me. Yeah. I hope that's super legit. It has to be. You met your family. No, you, that's incredible. It's it's, it's super okay. legit because. No, because you you put it in the database. It's 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 yeah, not yeah. my my dad. You know, I'm like, do you know this guy? He's like, yeah, but that can't be your dad. Mm. And my dad's like, I knew you weren't mine. And I'm like, what? He's like, we thought you were this other dude, some painter dude. And I'm like, wait a minute, let's go back to you knew I wasn't yours. Oh I wasn't my. positive, but I have my doubts. Your mom was a weird. And I'm like, fuck you again. Oh my god, man. And then this, so it's science that put us together. Like, yeah. no, my this this my. Sister said, we are a 50-50 match okay. with all your siblings. Yeah. There is no getting out of a 50-50 match. No. You are from one parent. It's the only way you can be a 50-50 match. Okay. And then I have blood with all of the relatives and everyone. Wow, like, you're a match man. here. You're a match here. It's just yeah. DNA stuff. Not like, oh, my friend. My dad knew exactly who my real dad was. He was, oh, dude, I played ball with him. He was, my, <laughs> he was at my wedding. Holy shit. I was like, yo, there's some sketchy shit That's in the crazy, 60s. man. To find out later on. Free too, like- love, yeah. And it just sucks that I never got to meet him because he loved fishing. He loved motorcycles. He loved yeah. all the stuff I did. And my uncle, when I met him, my uncle Nick started crying at the party. He's like, he's like, you're him, man. It's it's. And then my other uncle was like, you know, it's like, he's like, I'm not bullshitting you, dude. It's you're, It feels like he's here. Wow, that's amazing, yeah, man. Yeah, and, and, and they were just tripped out. Wow. Cause you know, that was a Christmas gift. Twenty three me. Yeah, my, I just wanted. I wanted That's a an Mecca. amazing I Christmas. Bought, change your me, life. My friend Rick, Mike, and all of us. We were going on a Mecca. Okay. My assistant Brandon and I. I want, I'm like I'm bringing everyone to, to to um Ireland, and we're all going because we all thought we were Irish, <laughs> and we we're like we're going down. We're meeting some old men. We're having a Guinness at a pub. We're going to tour the factory, and we're going to take a car around the whole country, <laughs> and we're going to live it up, and we're going to get a sweater and come back. <laughs> and we did it, and then the COVID hit. <laughs> 
Wow. And so my wife's like, I wonder how much Irish you, what if you have relatives over there? You know, you can do a DNA test. Uh-huh. And if you have like second cousins, you can go meet them. Damn. She got man. it back and then got, a, a, you know, as soon as we put it in the database, pinged. Wow. Some man. girl's like, I think I'm related to Brian. And she's like, wow. I need to do that. I did 23 minutes. I never went back and see what I was connected to. That's yeah. interesting. I mean, I be careful, but it's scaring a lot of people. My friend's like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I, don't, I do not want to have that, nor anyone in my family do have that. Wow. We're fine with the way things are. And, yeah. You know, it, it was, was a whole beautiful. new family. That's incredible. Oh, dude, man. a whole yeah. new life. It's crazy. Fuck, man. Brian, thank you once again for being here. We can't get your new book, unfortunately. It's sold out. There might be a second pressing. We'll see. Yeah, you know, but you can still buy prints. Okay. Pretty, yeah. pretty inexpensively. Ooh, I can get the print of those two kids. That's a gift from me. Thank you. you, you you're getting that. I, I was already going to do that anyway, but well, that's amazing. Just let, let all your, your viewers know that we have uh, on um, bbsdrivebys.com. You, you can order and you know the prints. And I'm thinking, what do you think about this too? I'm dabbling about letting people buy any print from the book they want and offer it in three different sizes. It's amazing. Because it's like, I don't, why am I going to, why am I going to limit what I think people should, like, look, yeah. if, you, if you dig something, this is a book for the people, maybe I should do that. I love that. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, Josh said that they have the huge print out of theirs at their house, whatever. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he, he got the big one. And he made, he made, he wouldn't take it out. He, he bought it. Amazing, which man. is awesome. And he's another guy who thinks he's trying to buy my book too. I'm like, yo, yeah. you wrote the four. You're nah, my friend. I'll send I know, you but one. he's like, I, I buy it. You're my friend. And that's know, more of an important reason. And I was like, bless you. But he's like, every time we go up the stairs, Westland looks at it and he's like, where's mommy right there. Where's daddy. So right there. Cool, so man. It's, it's got meaning to him now, which is awesome. Yeah. All right, dude, I'm going to shut the fuck up. Yo, we're going to end this on bonded by Brolin. Bonded by Brolin. <laughs> Brian, thank you for being there. It was amazing, man. Yo, yo, liquid death. Thank you so much for hydrating all my guests taking care of me and my family and my friends. Love you, water. Love you, brand. Love what you stand for. Love you, give back to the community. If you want to learn more about Liquid Death and how it started, listen to episode 115 with the co-founder, owner, and creator of Liquid Death, Mike Cesario. Just a punk rock skateboarding kid from Delaware with a dream. It's an incredible story, incredible journey. They have now blessed me with my own code. So if you go liquiddeath.com slash Toby, you get free shipping on any items you order from liquiddeath.com. Thank you so much, Liquid Death. Death to plastic, murder your thirst. Stay hydrated. You know H2O saves lives.